This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by... WeeklyRegular.com WeeklyRegular.com is the comedy internet hub of this show. It's a com hub, if you will. A com hub? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you go there, there's various, uh, thumbnails of all of the c- content that we've produced, and you can click on a thumbnail <laughs> that appeals to you, and they're organized by category of, of premium comedy okay. content. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's com- comedy hub, com hub. Uh, was that... I don't think that's the domain because we, we we're weeklyregular.com. We should we change the domain? We should probably just buy that domain just in case. That's a that's a good idea. So that but even if there's no page that's under comhub.com, if people ever type in comhub.com, it just redirects them to weeklyregular.com. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh right on. Uh yeah, that is the uh there's uh a sketch. Uh there will be multiple sketches. There's mm-hmm. uh many many podcast episodes and there's some uh, some stuff about uh, yours truly's. And uh yeah. If you if you like what you hear here, but want to take here. an extra step to get there, go to weeklyregular.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. Let's do it. you want to kill someone <laughs> i'm not totally sure how to answer that does it make you want to hold on man keep playing oh, sorry it. sorry 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 i mean because put my theme song my leather black jeans on man doesn't this want you does this make you want to like interrupt something someone's saying interrupt what doesn't oh. it make you want to interrupt something someone's saying yo if like i no keep it playing like I don't really have strong opinions about Taylor Swift as a musician, but if I was sitting in the crowd and she just won music video of the year and I had just listened to this song on the way to the arena, I would have gotten up and said something. Well, th- this song, this is like years later. But is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, he, no, he did it twice, didn't he? Didn't I, he do a VMA rant like later, like two, where he was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I did smoke weed backstage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I, uh, but the main like, Taylor, Actually, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I think that's like graduation era because he's got like the crazy like maze hair. Oh, you know what I mean? You're like, thinking of the maze runner is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of the kite runner is what you're thinking what of. What is that? That's a series of books. <laughs> the kite runner? Yeah. Oh, it's a series of books. That's why yeah. I've never heard of yeah, it. Have probably, they made them into movies starring probably? teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> if not, I haven't seen it. <laughs> You're, you're thinking of uh uh you're thinking what's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Terminator. No, you're thinking of Running Man. The uh, Running Man is what you're thinking of. Running Man. You're thinking of the million dollar man. Six million dollar. You're man. thinking of million dollar baby is what you're thinking of. <laughs> baby driver is what you're thinking of. <laughs> you're thinking of the actress Minnie Driver is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Minnie Mouse, I think, is her last name. You're thinking of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the clubhouse, the uh, the improv clubhouse <laughs> on Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Edgar, Edgar, Edgar. Um, uh, oh, mom splar, mom splar. <laughs> Man, we're we're way too. <laughs> these are way too deep of uh, improv references right now. Um, no, you're thinking of mother-in-law. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> Brandon, what's up? <laughs> 
What's up? Uh, what do you? What did you do this week? Oh man, uh, I sweated a lot because it's real hot, hot here. Hot AF, global um, warming in full effect. We have our our third host um, running in the background, which is our AC unit. <laughs> um, it's going to be here all show. I'm surprised there is there hasn't been a hacky joke in a star a Star Wars movie. We're like, uh, oh, that's my that's my uh, climate control robot. His name's ACU. <laughs> <laughs> Call him AC for short. <laughs> I'm so glad they haven't done that. That would be terrible. It's, it, it looks it probably look it, just like that yes, little this, portable this air does, conditioning yeah. unit, except it would beep and roll on its own. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, AC, get over here. It's really hot in here. The the hose like running out the window would be like its arm that flaps around, <laughs> or its tail, depending on what kind of robot yeah. you want to make. Because some of them are like people, some of them are like animals. You know. Well, no, some of them are just like boxes. One of them looks like a trash can. No, I'm not how they look, but how they act and how they are treated. You know, oh, like oh. BB-8 is like an animal, whereas like C-3PO is like a person. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like BB-8 is like a dog. Basically. You know? yeah. yeah. Which which brings into a lot of questions about droid morality and droid ethics. Okay. So if you uh, watch the deeper cut. Or uh, Drethics, as it's called <laughs> in the uh, the academia circles. Uh, if you watch the deeper cut Star Wars movies, what, they, which ones would those be? They get into that. I'm talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. I've seen Sto- Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay, because there's the droid in that. It's like a female droid. I forget her name. I'm oh blanking. wow, that's how that's how important her representation <laughs> I've is. I've only seen that movie, movie once. But there's like they go into a place where like is droids this, are is, fighting. Is this the droid that uh, Donald Glover definitely has had sex with? Uh yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that then is like it's it's consciousness like becomes part of the Millennium Falcon, which I thought was a, a nice detail. Yeah. Uh, so now, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move, what if what if in the the director's cut of the movie, uh, Donald Glover's like holding uh uh the the, the droid as she's dying in his arms, and he's like. He's like, he whispers into her ear. He's like, if only there was one more way. Is there, If only there was a way that I could be inside you one more time. Oh and he's like, wait, that's it. That's it. Bring me, bring me a, bring me a continuum transfunctioner. They're like, for what? He's like, I've got an idea. And he like puts, he like puts her consciousness so into a continuum transfunctioner and a that continuum is continuum transfunctioner yeah do you know what that's from no that's from uh not star wars it's from uh dude where's my car have you seen dude where's my car <laughs> no. oh it's a cult classic I can, love, I, can i describe I love, the plot to you wait pause <laughs> i love that uh like what we've been doing lately and we did a bonus episode of the tip of the tongue game uh-huh. i'm realizing that our podcast is just a longer form it's tip of the tongue but with more full words. conversation <laughs> yes yeah um because so, now we're on Dude, Where's My Car from It's Hot. <laughs> <laughs> from air conditioning. Uh, air conditioning, air conditioning. Air conditioning makes me think of Dude, Where's My Car. See, that's A to C, man. Speaking of A to C, AC. <laughs> A to C. Speaking of A to C and AC, um, uh, I, my car doesn't have AC and it sucks right now. Is that the extent I'm, of that I'm story? connecting all of it. Yeah, AC, dude, where's my car? That was a terrible model. I would love to. The l- there was no detail. It's not even a story. <laughs> it was just an anecdotal statement. Well, I didn't want to completely step on your dude, where's my car story because it feels like you really want to get that out. <laughs> yeah. Go. 
Tell oh. me about Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, okay. Dude, Where's My Car is, uh, you're going to be like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh, sorry, I need to remind, remind me to talk about uh, eight-legged freaks, okay? Um, Definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to write it down so that I can remember so I don't have to rely on you. I know that, uh, here's what I know about Dude, Where's My Car. It okay. stars Ashton Kutcher. Uh-huh. And um, he doesn't know where his car is. He's fresh like, off of that '70s show. Yes, he doesn't know where his car is. He's probably high or something. And then he, it turns I don't know out if his, they explicitly smoke weed in the movie, but keep going. But it turns out his car is right there the whole time. Kinda, yes. Well, so it's him and Sean William Scott. You forgot about the uh, the magnificent co-star Sean William Scott. Um, they. Uh, <clears throat> they're two roommates and they wake up one morning and they go outside and he's like dude where's my car i don't know dude so it's these two guys who lose their car right and well lose his car it's not their car. car otherwise it'd be dude where's our car that's true um but in the process of trying to figure out where the car was they discover a plot for uh, they discover a plot of a invading aliens trying to take over the world they're disguised as hot chicks and there's this other group of benign aliens that look kind of like the Dudesons. They're like these like weird Eastern European like like techno goth guys, and uh -huh. uh, and they're looking for a device called the Continuum Transfunctioner. And it's no one knows what it does, but both alien races are trying to find it because for some reason it's lost on Earth. And uh, it's like this whole intergalactic space opera. But like, it's funny because if you've only seen the trailer of the movie, you only know like. Hey, Jeez, these stoners lost their car, right. but it's it's like this big space opera movie about warring. It's essentially the plot of Men in Black. <laughs> 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 to prevent war, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. <laughs> Men in wow. Black reference, if you've uh, cared to see that movie ever. It's a good movie. I See, here's the thing. <clears throat> is You act like I haven't seen any movies ever, and I have seen them, but I don't have a... Appreciation for them, I get it. <laughs> I don't have a crazy memory of them like you do like an encyclopedic how many memory. times have you seen men in black probably twice i've seen men in black like closer to 20 times in my okay, life but, it's not more than but that because that movie's amazing but separate from men in black there's just movies in general that you're like <laughs> come on you haven't seen that i'm like no i've seen it but i saw it like 10 years ago and you're like yeah me too but remember that part where he says this and then she says this and then whatever it's crazy yeah, man. 90 you, have a, you have a gift, but also <laughs> you have to understand that no one else has that gift. Yeah, dude. I know what living my life is like. I'm like basically an X-Man. Uh, oh, uh, like one of the X-Men. Yes. Uh, but singular would be X-Man. I thought you meant like a former man. Or <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you don't know my story, man. We met like five years ago. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't mean in a I, I don't mean in a, a transgender way. I mean like you have transcended humanity. Well, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have. I'm something else now. Um, but no, it's Dude, Where's My Car is a good movie. You should watch it. But anyway, the Continuum Transfunctioner. No one ever knows what it does. Uh, I think you do find out what it does at the end, but I don't remember uh, a detail from a movie I've seen a lot of time wow. ago that I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so any kind of device that's like. A weird device that you'd need a name for and don't really have a name for it. I usually say continuum transfunctioner. That's pr that's a pretty good name. I want to use that or for gimmick. Now. You can use the word gimmick. Hand me that gimmick over there. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, um, backing up out of that Star Wars uh, and then the AC unit and it's hot. Yes, it is hot. It's crazy. Hot. So what'd you do this week besides sweating? Uh, I I dealt with all of the summer problems, which are sweating a lot, and my car doesn't have AC, so it's super brutal. 
And then also, uh, I noticed when you when you came in, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Um, when you came in, you had sunglasses on. Yeah. And you took them off and you put them on the table. Um, I want to ask you, do you have a good sunglasses strategy? Because I definitely do not. In terms of what? Uh, what you do, do you have a good pair of sunglasses? Do you have a cheap pair of sunglasses? I have one pair of sunglasses that I wear utilitarianly. Meaning? I don't really wear them for style or like, I don't wear the, I only basically put them on in the car. Okay. So do they live in your car? Yes. Okay. Because you brought them in, into my house. I did that today because, uh, if we want to give our listeners a full scope of the story, this is, this is, yes. I parked significantly far down the street because there was a shady spot. And I'm going to park in the shady spot uh, so that my car is... Because I have leather seats and my oh. car will be nuclear if I get back in it and I've parked in the sun. So I parked on the street uh, on the shade and I knew it was going to be a long walk to your uh, your place. So I kept the sunglasses on. But usually I will take them off and leave them in the car. Because if not, I will lose them. See, because that's, that's my main problem is that I bring them somewhere. Or if I arrive somewhere and then I leave them on... And they're don't not in the car. Yeah, that's it. Like, I I'm, consider my sunglasses thing like a car tool. Like I don't, I don't wear them. I don't like. Hey, let's go to the beach, Charlie. Let me grab my shades. Like, <laughs> like. No. Okay, so this is this is the the other uh, end of the spectrum. Is I just got this new pair of sunglasses that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel way more expensive than they are. They're twenty dollars, <laughs> but they feel like they're like real Ray Bans. Are they specially made like big guy head sunglasses? Okay, so here's the uh, here's the other thing is I have a big head as do you. Yeah. So like regular style sunglasses look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have followed me on Instagram before, you've probably seen my gigantic sunglasses. <laughs> but if you don't know me and you don't know that like I'm wearing them as a joke. I just look like a douchebag. And maybe, actually, even if you do know me, I still look like a douchebag. Yeah, I was going to say, the context does not matter. <laughs> the douchebaggery is transcendent. But So I found these ones, and they like feel really good, and they're polarized, and they're awesome. Can I see them? Uh, they're, uh, yeah, they're, uh, hang on, let me grab them. All right, Brandon is reaching into his, uh, his man purse. Okay, and so here's the thing. They came in a case. Yeah, that so, which sits inside your man purse. Which sits inside my man purse. <laughs> that has my computer in it because I was just uh, working at a what, coffee shop. What's wrong with backpacks? Backpacks are fine. Why don't, why don't you carry a backpack? Uh, well, okay, so if we want to get into all the accessory strategies. Yeah, man. Okay, so here's the thing. I Look behind you. There's a backpack right there. Okay. There's a backpack right there. And there's actually a backpack no, th- right here. Technically, this is a knapsack. <laughs> Okay, and there's a duffel bag on top of that. Because if, if for the listeners who can't see, what Brandon pointed to as a backpack is it has backpack straps, but it's attached to like a cylindrical um, sack <laughs> that has drawstrings on the top. It of It doesn't have a drawstring, but it does have a laptop sleeve in it. So I would call that a backpack. Do, do you wear it on your back? Yes. Yeah, there's not. It's not like a messenger bag. No, style. see, that's a, but that's a knapsack though. <laughs> like I mean, like a proper backpack that zips. Okay, so this is a proper backpack right here. Let me see. Well, actually, oh, no. You're gonna say this is not hold a proper backpack. Hold this is up, my please. podcasting backpack, where I put all the mics and stuff in, right? <laughs> no, that's okay. a proper backpack. It just has a dumbass hole on the side. Okay, of so it. the the reason the zip is on the side. <laughs> so this, hold is, on, this is gonna make riveting let's radio. Describe this for the listeners. So Brandon has what looks like a backpack, except 
there's like an awkward handle on the side, like the length side, and a zipper that opens the backpack long ways. Okay, so, so it's like a duffel bag. The reason Defeating why it the does point that of the backpack straps. <laughs> the reason why it does that is because see, there's and there's never... hooks right here, so you could wear it as a messenger bag, which I definitely don't. <laughs> but I've never you what? would if you had a strap. <laughs> but and also when you come out because you carry your podcast equipment in that bag, yeah. I've never seen you wear it like a backpack. No, I wear it like a backpack every time. It like a duffel. <laughs> Any, anyway. Anyway. Okay, so the messenger bag that I just pulled my sunglasses out of. Where do you buy your... Where do Amazon, you, man. You it's all to, Amazon. You gotta go to regular stores where they sell regular this shit. This is Target. That's Target. That's Amazon. That's Amazon. Oh, man. You buy the stuff that everyone's like, oh, I don't want that one. Like a regular backpack. You're like, no, I want that one. <laughs> Okay, so this messenger bag, the reason I have the messenger bag instead of a backpack... Man purse. Is, if you want to call it a man purse, that's fine. I am comfortable in my masculinity for you to call it a, uh -huh. a man purse. Uh, because all I need is a laptop and like a couple other things. And if I carry that backpack or that backpack, it's just like so big and I don't need that much space. Is it? That's a that. A knapsack well, backpack we've, yes, is we've established that this is uh, a traveling vagrant's rucksack <laughs> to my left. You don't ever need this. But just like a regular, you know, Swiss gear backpack is... Swiss gear? You're go. a Swiss gear guy? Actually, I have an Osprey backpack. Oh, gosh. It's like a hiking backpack from REI. It's great. Why, why do you have a hiking backpack from REI? You hate because, the outdoors. Because I was informed by someone who um, hikes all the time. They're like... No matter what you're buying a backpack for, buy a hiking backpack because one, the hiking backpack companies know that like they they want more people to buy their stuff than just hikers. So like there's laptop sleeves, there's like it it looks just like a regular backpack. In case you want to take your laptop hiking, <laughs> right? In case you want to go hiking but still be able to check Facebook, <laughs> um, crush out those emails. Uh, but also, he said, always get hiking backpacks, no matter what you're buying it for, because b hiking backpacks have the most comfortable straps. And because I'm a bigger guy with broad shoulders, I can't do, okay. like, a Jansport backpack. Exactly. Okay, so that's another thing. Yes, size is an issue. Same with the sunglasses. Yep. That's why I got that knapsack backpack, specifically, is because I looked at all the reviews, and it's a large one. This this looks like an uh, like an Ecto Blaster from, from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love it. You look like you're part of the cast of stranger things in this back perfect I, that's so trendy right now um yeah no you got to go with a a, a hiking back who was it that told you this the ceo of rei no this the the floor salesman at rei actually <laughs> is the one who told me this and what you, you know gotta what? do man <laughs> so you're gonna want to buy one of these 200 dollars backpacks instead of the 30 dollars backpack exactly target. that knapsack was 40 dollars how many times do you use it you never okay use i've it. i've used it twice because i just got it um, i got it a month ago you definitely gotta try an osprey backpack i will personally take you to rei no i'm good you remember that red one i had in dallas it's osprey, yeah. it's osprey backpack it's very comfortable yeah it's fine i mean you don't know the comfort level you haven't put it on actually i did put it on while i was sleeping uh, yes <laughs> three in the morning i stood over your bed and naked i tried and tried on my backpack <laughs> just fully naked with a red backpack on your back <laughs> just in a hotel room 
<laughs> hoping you wouldn't wake up. Yeah. Right. Okay, um, so getting back to my sunglasses. Mm-hmm. The sunglasses and the the backpack, same issue. You don't want to look ridiculous with a small one. Yeah. Right? So these sunglasses, I love these sunglasses because they're nice. They feel expensive, um, but they were $20, and it comes in a case. Uh-huh. So what I'm in the middle of doing is trying to transition my sunglasses from being someone that lives in the car because also with the heat now, if you put your sunglasses on, they'll warp or break in the heat uh, if you leave them in the car. Your, your car doesn't have like a built-in sunglass holder? Uh, I think it... Like by the rear view mirror? It might. Mine does. I so like, check. it's like pretty heat insulated. So like it doesn't... They don't get they don't get hot. Oh. So I pull them out of that little... And always bark in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> um... But these, uh, I'm trying to make it more instead of that, make it like wallet, keys, phone, sunglasses. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. (laughs) Remember that? Remember that? Yes. What movie is it from? That's from Austin Powers. It is, yeah. Um, Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why is that the order? And why is glasses first? (laughs) It should be. No, glasses was last in my order. What I just gave. No, I'm saying I'm saying in Austin Powers order. Shouldn't it be oh. testicles, spectacles, wallet and watch? Well, no. Do you know what the testicles, spectacles, wallet, watch is? He's like, isn't like his di- like what he's checking to make sure he has. No, what that? Are you for real right now? Yeah, right. No, what it is is uh, the the Catholic like cross thing that you do. <laughs> you touch your spectacles, testicles, really, wallet and watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So top of your head. Down low, to the right and to the left. Is that what that is? Yes. That is really funny. So I, so Austin, I. That's one of those jokes that because Austin Powers came out like 1998. Yeah. That's one of those jokes that like kind of flew by me as a kid. I didn't know. I had no idea that that's what that was. You I just assumed like testicles. <laughs> I just assumed he. Was, yeah, exactly. No, I just assumed he was checking to make sure he had all his most personal affects. Oh. Like okay, I've got that's my spectacles, hilarious. testicles, wallet, and watch. You know what I mean? Is he going to leave his testicles I think it worked someplace? Exactly, but I think that that's what <laughs> that's I thought the, the joke, joke was. Yeah. It's like, oh, who would leave behind their testicles? Ha ha ha, that's funny. You know what I mean? That's what, And Austin Powers would, that would be the joke, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. That's Sorry. funny. All right. Well, maybe maybe it is a two-layer joke. Honestly, also, I don't really remember Buddhist, that movie. Also, I was raised Buddhist, so I don't have that, uh, that frame of reference <laughs> for <laughs> Judeo-Christian jokes. <laughs> um, uh, should I try the glasses on Black for Buddhist. That sounds like a comic book. Uh, no, you're thinking of Black Skinhead, the song we played at the top. <laughs> no, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of uh, Black Samurai. No, that's called Afro Samurai. Never mind. Oh, yeah. No, you're Edward. thinking of yeah, Edward. Uh, should I try these glasses on? Yeah, I want to see them. Okay, let me let me. Uh, so Brandon's opening the the, the, frilly, the frilly case that they came in. <laughs> They're, they're like just your standard like classic C- style. Carrying sunglasses in a sunglasses case is tantamount to having a hip sun like a like a, a phone clip on your hip. <laughs> well, what do you think? Hey, they look good. Where'd you get them from? Uh, also on Amazon. <laughs> they look all right. I mean, they're they're that you can still tell they're made for like people with a regular head, <laughs> but I mean that's as close as you're gonna get. Exactly. <laughs> Short of the gigantic uh, sunglasses that I. <laughs> used to wear yeah uh so anyway all of that to say i'm trying to change up my sunglasses strategy um utilitarian because then if you only wear them in the car when you're driving it doesn't matter what they look like okay but here's the problem uh-huh. is that uh my wife and i have two cars one of which 
um, is like the family car. Uh-huh. The other one is like the gear car that doesn't have AC in it. Uh-huh. So if I leave sunglasses in that car for one, they're going to get roasted and destroyed in the heat. And then <laughs> for two, I need two pairs of sunglasses, one for each car. Then you should... Is there a bag that you always have with you no matter what? Yeah, my man purse. Oh, well then, yes. No, no, I man. don't actually have it with me at all times. <laughs> then you should... Because I have, as we've established, I have like four backpacks, <laughs> depending on what the thing I'm going to is. Oh. Um, then I would get, since they're only 20 bucks, I would get two pairs of sunglasses, honestly, if I were you. I would keep one in one car and one in the other car. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I would do. Well, now that we've gone down the sunglasses rabbit hole, um, that's... Uh, uh, that's what you did this week? That's what I did this week. Um, oh, this is going to be a good transition to your week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, realized, I realized something about you this week. Uh-oh. Uh, and I wrote you it down. You me out. I wrote it down. I'm an alien, yes, I know. Uh, I am a... Okay, no, you... Are you about to talk about the Enneagram right now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Um, I realized you're a two. It makes so much sense. two, wing three. <laughs> All the Enneagram people are like, that's not a wing. Um, no, I've realized that you're, you are an old-fashioned friend. What does that mean? Meaning... Like, I don't support gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also a friend. <laughs> and I'm also your friend. <laughs> no, me. Just, just to let you and everyone else know, I definitely support <laughs> marriage equality for all people. <laughs> um, uh, no, you're an old fashioned friend in the sense of. Uh, Is this about to be a compliment or am I going to have my feelings hurt right now uh, <laughs> in front of all 20 listeners? <laughs> we'll find out. No, I, this is a compliment to you. All right, sick. Because... Uh, Let's just talk about this for the rest of the show. I, <laughs> I'm someone who's like, uh, I prefer texting over calling by far. I'm like, hey, let's just text. And I'm like, let's get right to the point. Yada, yada, yada. How's your marriage? And you... It's great <laughs> because she also hates talking on the phone. Mm. She does. And but and not actually, to her, not to her husband. When though. we no, when we call each other, we're like we answer like hello, like is everything okay? That's super weird. No, see, I'm the opposite. Perfect. I hate when my girlfriend texts me. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like I would much rather talk to her on the phone. I know, I know, you would prefer to talk on the phone in general because you're an old fashioned friend, and yeah. here's here's why. Uh, whereas I will text you with hey, here's what I need, or like here's a question that I have. Mm-hmm. You will call me. And I'll be like, oh man, a sign called me. Oh, oh well, I gotta. I, I wonder what he needs, right? So I gotta call him back, or I'll text him back, or whatever. And then I'll call you back, and and uh, being in the the mode that I'm in, I'm like, okay, cool. What do you need? Quick, quick, quick. And you're like, I'm just just calling to talk. See how you're doing? How's yeah, your week man. going? Yeah. So I'm I'm giving you a compliment right now. You're you're an old fashioned like <laughs> true friend who's like, hey, how's it going? You mean I don't What's just call like? you when I need something? Yeah. That's just being a friend. <laughs> okay, being well then, you, if that's the definition of a friend, then you are my only one. <laughs> no, I wouldn't dispute that. <laughs> and it's by your own design. <laughs> yeah, man, like... And I'm probably... I am probably... I'm going to ins- assume a lot about your life right now. I'm probably one of, like... Because to me, I have I have two two categories of friends. I have friends that... I could see in public and it's like, oh, what's up? You know, hey, man, good to see you. Or, hey, chick, how's it going? Hey, chick? I don't know. (laughs) Hey, chick? I don't know. Is chick Korea your friend or are you just generalizing? (laughs) No, I was just trying to be, you know, inclusive. Um, (laughs) 
Um, but I, I didn't know a ca- casual. I didn't know a casual female equivalent of Just man. Got, oh, okay. Hey, lady. Hey, man. <laughs> That's that feels hey, creepy. Hey, lady. Hey, you. I don't know what I would say. I, hey, just one of those. Um, <laughs> just get higher pitch. Yeah. Hey, hey, how are you? Um, no, but like, so I have like friends, right? And then I have. Right. I have those. I have like friends, and 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 I don't. So I don't have a lot of like. The way I just introduced this made it sound like I have a lot of like associates that like I don't I don't have a lot of those. Like I tend not to if I'm not like your friend and you, if we if you, it's not mutually understood that we consider us like each other friends, I usually don't like keep those people around very much because I know a lot of people who are the opposite who have like a hundred, you know, like have hundreds of just kind of very surface acquaintanceships that they consider friends mm-hmm. i don't really have that like i have like a very close like once you're a friend i pull you in close and keep you there you, you know do. You, you pull me in close um draw me close to you <laughs> um <laughs> that's a deep cut um so i have friends and you know i've i probably have like i'd say conservatively uh, meaning I don't support gay marriage. I probably have like, <laughs> I would say conservatively, I probably have like four, hmm, 40 sounds like a big number. I probably have like 30 friends, like actual friends that like, I, I will call on a, a somewhat normal basis and be like, Hey, how's it going? You know, like what's up? Let's talk or whatever. I feel way less special now. Actually, that number is probably way one smaller. Of 30, but one anyway, of 40? Well, no, you're in a different category. Oh, so, and then I have like what is traditionally called best friends. And I probably have like, I'm going to count real quick. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. I think by most people's definition, best friend, you have one. <laughs> no. That's I, not true. I Well, it, I'm going to give you my, my definition of a best friend in a second. Hold on. I have. You don't want to name him? Actually, yeah, you shouldn't name him. <laughs> yeah, no, because if people don't hear if the name, not on the like, list. <laughs> I probably have 10 or less of those. 10 best friends? Yes. And here's what I consider a best friend. Um, if I were to get married tomorrow, who would be in, who would be a groomsman in my wedding? That's like the, that's like yes. typically my, my, my go-to for how I decide who's a best friend. Um, but then, but then also I think about this. If I were stranded on the side of the freeway at two in the morning, who could I wake up out of their sleep with a phone call and they would come help me out? And that number is is significant like that that takes that number from 40 of like regular friends and shrinks it way down yeah i don't think i'm even on that list (laughs) to to be fully honest not not that i wouldn't but you're not going to wake me up with a phone call well yeah but if if for some reason i caught you waking up to go uh, you're up you're peeing or something and you get a phone call and you answer uh I, i feel like you would come help me out Shut up, we'll dude. See. And I feel like, and I feel like, and I feel like, conversely, I feel like I'm one of those people for you. And I feel like that's true. I, I, I have actually called you uh, for an equivalent thing. Yeah, I mean, your life wasn't in danger. Well, it kind of was. Wasn't it, it? It was an emergency. Yeah, it was an situation. emergency. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and I feel like the way I kind of gauge that with people is by how much they're willing to talk to me on the phone. Oh God! Now that I know that, shoot. And and I don't I don't say that I don't tell that to people. Like I've never told that to you. Like, hey man, you better start answering the phone, or we're not friends <laughs> or anymore. You're off the list. <laughs> no, but but that's I think that's part of it. If this person who knows I don't really have anything to talk about will just like talk to me on the phone, uh, that says a lot about a friendship. And 
to me, that's the only real way to gauge that. Because, like, if you've never called them when they have nothing going on, how will you know that they'll, uh, you know, acknowledge you when they have everything going on? You know what I mean? Mm. So that's that's how I gauge that. I think people I think we should bring talking on the phone back. I really do. What time you uh, wake up in the mornings? Um, if I don't have anything scheduled, I'll wake up at like seven or eight. Uh, okay. Because I've been waking up at like six this week. Mm-hmm. That's a good uh, time to wake up. Uh, well, because my uh, son wakes up at like seven, seven thirty, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm just trying to like have my own mental space before anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this week I've been going on just a walk, and I'll just walk around the neighborhood because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the morning it's not, so I'll, I'll go on a walk, um, and it's like a half an hour. I'm just out and I'm like listening to a podcast or whatever. But the past few mornings I've been like, maybe I should call a song. No, nah, it's too early. You could, dude, let me tell you, I, we have a mutual friend. His name is Marquet. I consider him to be one of my best friends. He, he has, he gets up at like five every morning and has no respect for anyone, anyone else's wake up time. So he does that. <laughs> Marquet is notorious for getting inspired about something or like wanting to talk about something and will call me at like 630 in the morning or text me at <laughs> 630 in the morning. I'm like, dude, I'm not awake. Okay. So you're saying you're you're used to that yeah so if i, I did it I, it wouldn't be uh, I, uh, unusual i there is no words would not describe how much i would appreciate a call from you at on six your 6 30 a.m walk just one in the chat all right i'm gonna, that, call, you, I'm gonna call you tomorrow morning that stuff means a lot to me like i feel like i honestly feel like we should bring talking on the phone back i feel like we're we've lost a level of like it's going to sound weird to use in this context, but we've lost a level of intimacy with yeah. friends mm-hmm. that like, I think is, is the reason why we're all here. Like <laughs> we're, we're, we're biologically designed to exist in small group, small close knit groups, you know? Yeah. And if we don't have that, then we've, we've lost it. And I, yeah, texting is very like transactional. Yeah. You only do it when you need something or when it's convenient for you. And that's not the way relationships work. Like part of, Part of the investment of a phone call is like there's an inherent sacrifice to it because it can't it can't because of the nature of it. Both people have to come to the conversation with a text message. I could text you something at 6 a.m. or whatever time and you could take the whole day and not respond to me. That's like a level of like sacrifice that's removed from engaging that like I think is paramount to even like the most mundane of things. Like even if it's just, hey, man, did you see the sketch? It's funny, huh? Like, I'd much rather have that conversation in person because I, 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 if I'm trying to communicate with you, it's because there's a moment happening, whether mm. you're aware of it or not. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. And, if, and if you're constantly, and I'm not saying you always have to take a phone call no matter what you're doing. I get people have lives. But, like, if, if we spend our whole life ignoring potential moments to, and, and trying to force potential moments into our own comfort, like, zone, then, like, we're missing out on things, you know? I will say, uh, I so I, I have I have a new uh, appreciation for you as a phone caller, mm-hmm. but uh, I love about you that you draw the line and you're not a FaceTime in public kind of guy. Because <laughs> definitely man, not. That's I, a whole other. I thing. actually hate FaceTime. Like, I'll be out of town and my girlfriend will be like, "Hey, let's FaceTime." I'm like, uh, "Let's just talk on the phone." <laughs> Can we just text? <laughs> it just, it feels very like. FaceTime to me feels like very like self gratificatory, gratuitous, self gratuitous. Is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) No, gratificatory, gratificatory. It it feels like self gratification. It's like why 
if if I couldn't see my picture in the yes. the thing, I think it would be much better. But the main thing that you stare at is yourself. Right. You're not looking at the other person. You're looking at how stupid do I look. Right. And I think FaceTime would be much a much better app if they removed the self like viewing window. Yeah. It'd be mu- at least it'd be more like for the front camera at least. Yeah, it'd so be you more can, honest. You can flip it around and see what you're showing them mm-hmm. if you need to do that, but yeah, why would yeah. you need to do that unless you're like trying to show them your genitals or something? Which I assume is the only reason that feature is ever used. <laughs> Come on, let me see it. All right, you better not be around people. Okay, <laughs> then you tap your screen twice. <laughs> That's the only time that function was ever invented. Um, you think the guy who suggested that functionality was like the office pervert? Oh, they're like we. Definitely. All right, Chris, we knew you would say something like that. <laughs> Oh really, Chris? What would we use that functionality for? I don't. I don't know. In case you just moved and someone wants to see your apartment, yeah, sure, Chris. Right, <laughs> you pervert. We're gonna add it, but um, okay. Uh, so now that we've uh, uh, rambled Ooh, on a deep dive about on friendship, I know. <laughs> um, how well, is good? How was your week? Oh uh, man, I don't know if I was d- I wasn't done being mushy, dude. Oh okay, because <laughs> no. that w- that was my transition uh, to get. No, we can be done to get, to, get um, to you. And just know that, like in the back of my mind, because I think part of being a good friend is like sh- is like wanting to see your friends grow and like stretching them to grow. Mm. So like knowing that you prefer to text makes me want to call you more. Oh, man, <laughs> so that's if you so, haven't gotten the memo so yet, so annoying. There's a re- I know because at, at a certain point I was like. He's going to get the hint and nope. just start texting nope, me No, that's some not point. a good friend. <laughs> if I, Yeah, that's definitely not a good friend. <laughs> a good I, friend is going to make you, yeah, is going to force you to talk on the phone. Because <laughs> it, it'll become easier for you. And you'll you'll get out of the old, old habits die hard, but that means I got to try hard. Er, try harder. Harder. Yeah. Um, how was your week? My week was good. What did I do this week? Um... I went, so I've been watching a lot of movies. I've just been kind of relaxing a bit and wa- and catching up. Not catching up, but revisiting old movies and a lot of Men in Black. <laughs> a lot of Men in Black. Yeah, I did watch I watched Men it 19 times this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I watched, uh, I revisited. So my girlfriend has not seen a lot of movies. Um, and she's not seen a lot of movies specifically that I does really that, enjoy. Does that frustrate you just to your core? <laughs> yeah, I don't call her anymore. No, um, so we've just been revisiting a lot of the movies that like really shaped or either shaped who I am or like I'm really fond of. So we rewatched uh, the movie Eight Legged Freaks this week. Oh, right. Have you seen that movie? No. It's some kind of like B horror movie about spiders, yes. like giant spiders. Right? Actually, it's not a B movie. Okay. It's, it's, it was like a big studio movie. Oh, OK. Um, but it is a it is a takeoff on on B movie, like sort of like that 70s B movie kind of. You're talking about B movies, or 60s B movies. B movie, yeah, the, the Jerry Seinfeld movie about bees. Yeah. The, the DreamWorks uh, uh, is a takeoff on those movies. Uh, where like you know, there's, you know, because of nuclear waste, uh, the the giant insects and stuff. But it's like a very self-aware version of that. Not so much that it dips into parody because it is still a very effective, like kind of horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like arachnophobia that way. Have you seen arachnophobia? No. Um, yeah, it's essentially like a really well-executed horror movie, but it's also really funny and self-aware. Hmm. Um, not unlike, not completely unlike Cabin in the Woods or something like that. Not quite as meta as Cabin in the Woods, but um, it's a good movie. David Arquette uh, is the star of the movie when he was doing his whole thing, fresh off of Scream, the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's good. It's about a town called Prosperity, Arizona. Mm. And uh, they're struggling because they they used to have, like, the former mayor, uh, David Arquette's father, uh, basically drove the town into debt because he spent, he threw almost the entire town's budget into digging these mines because he believed that there was gold under under the town. And he always said that there was gold, but um, no one ever believed him and he died or whatever. Um, and then the new mayor is this guy who's like, all right, what we need to do is we need to uh, build this giant mall and no one's going to come to Prosperity, Arizona to go to the mall. So, like, it's this town struggling to, like, find what it's going to be known for. Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, they're trying to fight this, like, chemical company that wants to use the old mines to store nuclear waste. And there's uh, a mishap that happens in the these spiders uh get into the nuclear waste and they become giant and they attack and the there's town. a scene where kids uh are being chased around an empty mall at night actually Is there? no actually there's not a lot of kids in the movie because it would be really hard to watch kids get attacked and yeah, tore up by giant I spiders so. <laughs> so i have that's stranger one thing things I in my head that's yes, why yeah uh yeah, that was one thing. I, and now that you're talking about it, I am thinking back. There's not a lot of kids in the movie. There's one kid who's like the main kid in the movie. And of course, he doesn't die because you can't kill a kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't just kill a kid in one of these movies. But um, yeah, that, there's not a lot of kids in the movie. But it is a really well executed movie where people are running from giant spiders in a mall and stuff. It's good. Right. And the visual effects surprisingly hold, hold up. up. Um, not amazingly well, but they hold up as well as like another movie from that time, like Men in Black. Uh, I know I'm talking mm. a lot about Men in Black, but <laughs> the, the effects are comparable. Are you like uh, being paid by uh, Men in Black International to keep plugging Look, these I'm movies? I'm Barry Sonnenfeld, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Take off my mask and I'm the director of Men in Black. Um, I, I was like, who's Barry Sonnenfeld? And then you... Yes. Director of Men in Black and Wild Wild and West. Men in Black too. Oh, Wild Wild West. That's speaking my language. There we now go. Now you're talking my language, Wicked Luda. Wicked Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so we watch Eight-Legged Freaks. We watch the Matrix trilogy. Ooh, has she never... Oh, she's I never talked seen, to her about it. She'd never seen them. She's never seen those movies, so yeah. we've watched those recently. Um... Let's see what else. Um, oh, so I, while we're at the Matrix, I want to plug something that I have. While we're nof- in the Matrix, while, yeah, while you want to unplug the- <laughs> something? Yeah. Continue. While we're in the Matrix, I want to <laughs> unplug something. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to free all of your minds right now. Um, there is a video series on YouTube called uh, "Movies with Mikey," and it's this guy who is like a video game programmer by day or something like that but he does these video essays on his favorite movies that he loves and has shaped him uh and he does a retrospective on the first matrix movie they're like 20 minutes so they're easy to digest but he does like a a retrospective on the first matrix movie and the premise is he's trying to establish is does the matrix hold up like does the matrix Mm -hmm. movie hold and it's essentially just a deep dive into um the matrix and sort of like the philosophy and the messages behind it but uh i didn't know this but it was released um during i think on national trans pride day or trans pride week oh yeah i didn't know this watching the video at the time and a lot of the um a lot of his discussion of the movie is is now through the lens of knowing that the wachowskis are trans both trans women now Mm -hmm. like looking at the movie through that lens and 
it's it's so apparent that that was a deep layer of what that movie was trying right. to do yeah. that we didn't know in 1999 but now looking back we know and it was kind of like breaking that down and the movie's actually not only does it hold up but it's much richer knowing that now yeah. so much of the small details in the movie make a lot more sense now yeah um because the movie is a lot about you know choice and and not being not being confined to what any programming or society tells you you have to be and it's just it's just kind of rich um yeah so if you're movies by mikey movies with mikey with mikey i'm sure if you type in movies by mikey uh, in youtube you'll find it (laughs) but uh it's movies with mikey um (laughs) movies by mikey it's uh uh, short films made by a (laughs) nine-year-old mike mikey thomas yeah the star wars fan fiction directed by a nine-year-old exactly uh who's that director that like got his big break from doing star wars fan fiction um i don't know that's like a like a famous story oh i think it was the guy who did uh i think it was josh trank if i'm not mistaken i don't know who that is the guy who infamously directed that last fantastic four movie oh he got i think he got his big break by doing a star wars fan film and then it was like it got so much internet attention that like he got a big break They're to like, direct something. Uh, you else. want Fantastic Four? <laughs> that's I mean, how that's how they approached him, <laughs> right? Like it was a is a DM on Instagram. Like it can't get any worse than the last Fantastic Four movie. So <laughs> hey, it's I yours, like those, man. I like those movies. The ones with Chris <laughs> Evans and uh, uh, the guy from Nip Tuck playing Doctor Doom. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we've been watching a bunch of movies, and then uh, we went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this week, oh, the new yeah. Tarantino picture. I heard it was good. It's good. And I, I heard it had the largest opening of any Tarantino movie. Really? That yeah. doesn't surprise me. I mean, that tends to happen when you put Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in your movie. <laughs> and Quentin Tarantino. And Quentin Tarantino. Um, the only way it could have been bigger is if Samuel Jackson was in the movie. But um, he's not in the movie, by the way. Spoiler alert. Oh. Um, there's not many people of color in the movie, which is... Uh, <laughs> well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. What year is it? in the movie yeah it's like it goes from like 1969 to like 1973 or something like that okay um and of course there were no black people in hollywood at that time (laughs) um you famously black people didn't show up in hollywood till 1985 (laughs) as eddie murphy burst onto the scene (laughs) um (laughs) burst onto the scene in that red jacket yeah exactly um Black people didn't exist in Hollywood until Eddie Murphy Raw. Um, uh, the Great Black Migration of 1985, culminating with the uh, seminal stand-up series. Uh, I don't even know if Raw came out in 1985. Probably around there. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, if it's not, it's earlier 80s. Speaking of Eddie Murphy in the 80s, uh, are you familiar with Eddie Murphy's music career? I'm to the extent that I know he's in the Michael Jackson music video for Remember the Time, but that's it. So before that, in the 80s, um, Eddie Murphy had aspirations of being a pop star and actually had an, I think it might have gone number one, uh, number one single. I'm just going to say it was number one because it might as well have been. That was, he was famously produced by Rick James. Really? And Rick James wrote like almost all the music. Uh, you've probably heard the song "Party All the Time." I don't know. Let me pull My it up. Girl. Let me pull it up. Okay, go ahead. Party. Oh, well, keep talking while I'm pulling it up. Uh, it's so Eddie Murphy put out. I, he may have put out a whole album, but I know he put out. Yeah, there it is. 
this song is it's like a quintessential 80s pop song this is crazy he's got look at that album cover <laughs> yeah man that's it <laughs> there's a music video and rick james is in it this is you're blowing my mind right now no man wait till you hear the singing you're gonna be like that's eddie murphy Watch this. here we go no okay, not yet uh, dude. you know they let the intros rock no. in the 80s <laughs> <laughs> gotta feature those synths Sounds like we're watching Beverly Hills Cop right now. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, Roland synth demo right now. Here we go. Nah, still okay. Still, still on the synth. Cool, cool, cool. Probably, that was three times. Probably gonna be a fourth. Yep. Here we go. I feel like we're at Eric Persing's birthday party right now. <laughs> I love you, Eric. This is crazy. Sounds like Michael Jackson. I can't believe you never heard this song. No. Done for you. Okay, so this is before his no, comedy career. Keep playing that. I want you to hear the chorus. But imagine Rick James singing this, because that—that's who wrote it. Yeah. Diamonds on your so eighties. Chorus. Here we go. Oh, I've heard this. Bet you didn't know it was any murder. I did not. So this is this is before his music career? No, this is what do you mean? Whose music or, career? I'm sorry, before this, his comedy career. No, this one would probably have been the same t- at the same time. Really? Because what year did that come out? Uh, this would have been while he was doing like stand up. This would have been. This is crazy. What year is that? What 1985. Yeah, this would have been right around. Yeah, this is when that and that's what's crazy is he was doing this at the height of his career, not like. Not like he's got a whole later. album. Yeah, man. So I, me, us, we. So at the same time, he was Eddie Murphy, the biggest comedian on planet Earth, besides Richard Pryor at this point. Right. Like, now he's at the same time, he's Eddie Murphy, the pop star. Body on the top. So like, he would leave. Oh, yeah. So he would leave doing his stand up at, you know, Madison Square Garden, go to Studio 54 and listen to his own song. <laughs> he was the Jackie Moon of his time. <laughs> Do you get that reference? I do get that reference. <laughs> Love semi pro. <laughs> um, so that's crazy, right? That is crazy. Uh, that was. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that because Grand Theft Auto, the video game series, yes, um, has a big online component to their game that they're continually updating. Okay. And in the world of GTA Online, they just added an update that includes a, a Vegas-style casino, and there's all these like stories and gameplay things you can go through with that. And in the commercial for it, the song that they use is "Party All the Time" by uh, Eddie Murphy, funny. which I thought was crazy. I told I told my girlfriend I was like, "Hey, do you know that's Eddie Murphy?" She's like, "What? Eddie Murphy has songs? <laughs> he does." Uh, Eddie Murphy is doing a deal with Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Seventy million dollars. Uh, rumor has it. How many is it? One, one. special? One. <laughs> special <laughs> yes that's crazy and he hasn't done stand-up in a long time yeah well that's... what's crazy is that like uh people younger than us are like eddie murphy uh he's the the voice of the donkey in shrek right <laughs> oh you mean the guy from norbit <laughs> no man i don't mean the guy from norbit <laughs> the guy from norbit like man yeah it's a bummer eddie murphy is is a national treasure and people only know him. No, he's thinking Nicholas Cage is one thing. But no, but he's a national treasure. And be, yeah, people uh, who are younger than us, not even people who are younger, it's people who are the same age who don't pay attention closely, like just know him from Dr. Doolittle. It's like, no, right, man. Right. I mean, Dr. Well, Doolittle is a great where, movie. What's the one where he dresses up as a woman? That's Norbit. No, no, no. No. 
Oh, well, he does that in a lot of movies, but Nutty Professor? Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe. He plays, like, his whole family. That's Nutty Professor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking But of. again, in Norbit, too, he dresses like a woman. In Nor- There's multiple Norbit movies? No, just in the Norbit one. Norbit T-O-O. Okay. <laughs> in, in in Norbit, the second, the sequel? In Norbit Volume 2? <laughs> um, no, in Norbit, he's also dresses up as a woman. I mean, it's a, it's a shtick he does. He enjoys yeah. doing it. Yeah, he was doing Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry was doing Tyler That's Perry. That's right. Um, Tyler Perry's like, "You're not doing that anymore." All right, <laughs> can I do it? Uh, he didn't answer. I think that means yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy's uh, doing a Netflix. Like, I, I should have seen this coming. Like, anytime you see like a comedian that you haven't seen for a while in a picture with Neil Brennan, <laughs> they're like, probably Uh-oh. they're probably doing a Netflix special. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Neil Brennan had some like deal with Netflix where like he's like one of their in-house comedy writers. Right. Like whenever they're doing a special, it's like let's get Neil because he he does Ellen. He's, he's done a bunch of them. He's done a, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's crazy about comedy writers is like they're not always credited. Like so, a lot of times they're ghost writing. You know what I mean yeah. for other comedians, which is interesting. Um, but especially only before the, the internet, only the like comedy people know. Like oh, yeah, this is Neil Brennan. Yeah. yeah. Um, crazy. That is crazy. Um, and it's crazy that Neil Brennan can write for so many different kinds of people. Like, he can write for Chappelle, but then he'll also write, also write for Ellen, write for Seth Meyers. Right. Like, <laughs> Those are like... They're all three... You just very, named, like, three different... Different, like different opposites universes. is a dual thing, but you just named three opposites. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, Eddie Murphy's about to get $70 million. <laughs> That's crazy. from Netflix. Crazy, right? Yeah. Do you think it's worth it? If you were Netflix, would you pay Eddie Murphy $70 million for his exclusive stand-up special? Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it, huh? Yeah, especially to where Netflix the, is now. Yeah. They need it. And with uh, we just, before we started recording, Netflix has uh, oh, Scorsese's right. next movie. Yeah, which uh, is The Irishman. Huge. Yeah. See, Netflix knows what they're doing now. They're moving into a new phase because they're losing a lot of um like they're losing the office, they're losing friends. They're, they're losing, gonna yeah. lose all the Disney stuff. Yes. And so they need to like really double down on the original content. And then they've also I read they've lost a bunch of subscribers mm-hmm. um because they raised the prices or whatever. And mm-hmm. then also I'm assuming they'll probably lose some more when uh, next year when Disney Plus Disney's out and the NBC NBC's out and all yeah. that. So yeah, that's I think yeah, Netflix is very smart and I feel like they're smart because they've gotten ahead of the curve with the the original yes. um content cuz now Netflix original content is I mean, is just as good if not better than what you're seeing, you know, yeah. in theaters and stuff like that. Netflix, so. there's so many shows, it's almost like you know when I didn't so I didn't have cable growing up um oh, for bummer. for uh I guess there was like limited cable for once we moved to one to Seattle. But anyway, uh, you know, when you go to, over to a friend's house and they have like satellite and they have like, <laughs> they have like mm-hmm. a thousand channels and you're like, how could I even watch all of these? There's so mm-hmm. many Netflix feels like that. But in the sense of like, there's so many things you could watch and why would I watch anything other than what's on Netflix? Yeah. Like I don't even need, and I'm sure that's what they're trying to do. Like I don't even need Hulu. Like that may as well not even exist because there's so many things you can watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, and a lot of, a good number of it, I feel like, and this may be just the algorithm, like, painting my view of this, but I feel like a lot of it is original content. 
Yes. Like a lot yeah, of the bulk is. of what I watch on Netflix is their original content. It's right. not like, oh, let me go watch the Avengers. You know, like I don't right. really. Well, they do. They they do promote their own stuff a, a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> on like if you're on Netflix, every every uh, the most hilarious category on there is the critically acclaimed category because everything in it is Netflix <laughs> original. I'm like, surely there's other critically acclaimed properties. That's just them trying to brag. Like, we won some awards, guys. Yeah, and that's so. such like a nebulous term. Like, what does that even mean? Critically acclaimed. Cri- right. There's an Adam Sandler movie in this category. <laughs> that's not true. Um, oh, speaking of which, we uh, recently watched Fifty First Dates again for like the hundredth time. That movie's a little problematic. Um, all Adam Sandler's movies are a little problematic, <laughs> but what, what's problematic about Fifty First Dates what, to you? What I think is problematic is at the end you realize yeah. this lady's life mm-hmm. is that she every single day she wakes up, she goes, "Where am I? Whoa, I look different. Oh, what is this?" And then she watches a videotape, going, mm-hmm. "Hey, a whole bunch of stuff happened." Mm-hmm. And you're married to me, and you have children. Yeah. That you don't remember having. Yeah. So every single morning, she's having, like, she's gonna like flip out every single morning. And yeah. in the in the and he's gonna love her anyhow. I know, but I think so. But they're like on two a things. boat or something at the end too, right? <laughs> yeah, two things. They like live on a boat. One in a, especially now, if you reframe it to 2019. It's especially problematic if, like, in a world where, like, deep fakes and, uh, and yeah. video editing exists. Yeah. <laughs> you can create any video to say anything Ooh. at this point. <laughs> right. uh, hey, look, we're married and have kids. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, I totally didn't kidnap you. Uh, right. But also, I think what you're saying is that her disability is problematic. And, sir, I I'm think not you saying, need to check your able-bodied privilege I'm at the door. I'm not saying that her disability is People problematic. People with disabilities, even as comically funny as they are in this movie deserve love and a relationship and to be with someone and have children i'm but i don't know that uh and so okay so let me let me let me say this if if i'm just saying that's no let's really get into the ethics of 50 first dates (laughs) it is so if uh in the middle before she loses her memory if in the middle of the day she realizes hey i love this guy or whatever and she consents to doing this every day even if tomorrow she won't remember that she consented is that consent enough to continue to do it i i don't i don't know and i i don't think that uh, realistically Mm -hmm. anyone could get there in 12 hours from Oh, who are you? Oh, we're married? Oh, like, let's say they're married and they're deciding to have a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't think that anyone, realistically, you wake up in the morning and someone says, hey, we're married and here's your whole life. And then 12 hours later, you're going to say, yes, and you are a woman in this case and say, yes, I will carry a child. Or a man. No, I will carry a child. Or a man. Okay, sure. Uh, (laughs) But because imagine while she's pregnant. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, "Oh, it's a normal." Oh my, what is happening? Well, yeah, that's a constant fear that they both. But see, the thing that I think it makes it less problematic is that like he's the movie makes it very clear, and we're really getting bogged <laughs> down in the ethics of this Adam Sandler movie. Uh, and he, this is an interesting episode. Um, uh, I think the movie makes it goes out of its way to make it very clear that like he's stepping in not to just like get what he wants from her but like to care to carry the burden of this disability with her like he's not just like 
well, I can be with her and she can handle all that memory shit on her own. I don't, you know what I mean? Like he's not, he's in it. I just thought she was hot. It's going to be just as hard, if not harder for him than it is for her to have to go through that every single day. Uh, Imagine if you had to wake up every day. It's not going to be as hard. I don't, I don't know, It's harder for her for sure. I don't know. She's not aware of the struggle that (laughs) necessarily she's going to forget. He doesn't have the luxury of forgetting and. He has well, to no, see but she she has to be told every single morning. Imagine for that narrative for you being the one where the narrative continues for you and, you and your wife has a meltdown every single morning. You're like my wife does have a meltdown every single morning <laughs> and it's not great. <laughs> That's what happens when you have kids. <laughs> oh, and you know about waking up and not recognizing your own body in the mirror? That's exactly what goes on in my house every day. <laughs> Welcome to being 35 and having a kid. You just take the headphones off and slam the door on your way out. It's Storm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, Brandon needs marriage counseling. That's what, that's what is evident by this transaction. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's keep this moving. Uh, uh, do you have any uh, news stuff? Any entertainment-y kind of news? Hold on. I, hold on. What are yes. you doing? I just trying to my notes closed out. I'm going back to my notes. Yes, I got some new stuff. Uh, you hear about the kid uh, who won Fortnite? Yeah, like three million dollars. Three million dollars. That's from a crazy. Fortnite tournament. That's crazy. And yeah, my girlfriend tells me I'm wasting my time playing video games. <laughs> well, yeah, say that when I got three million dollars in the bank. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. I will say that. When you have three million dollars in the bank, I'm I'm with with your girlfriend on this. Nah, man, you're just a hater. That's all. Um, if I could uh, win three million dollars playing my game, everything though, woo. actually, I don't even need the money. I just love that game so much. Yeah, dude, what is money? You know exactly. What that's what that's what that game teaches me. I don't need money. Everything is nothing. Um, what else you got? Uh, did you hear that Old Town Road? has now made Billboard chart history, Mm -hmm. becoming the longest-running number one hit since the charts (laughs) began in 1958. Uh, It beat out Despacito, uh, One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey, and Boyz II Men, Uptown Funk, and I got a feeling it's been 17 weeks straight at number one. (laughs) Did you see Lil Nas X's tweet about it? (laughs) That might have been the best thing. (laughs) He's like, man, this is all so crazy. He's like, a year ago, I was sleeping on my sister's floor, uh, scraping together money for the studio, and now I'm gay. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty tight. Um, uh, yes, great tweet. I, I really like Lil Nas X. I, know I think you do. he's, I think he's the celebrity we all need right now because he doesn't take anything super. He's serious. not the celebrity we deserve, but the celebrity we need right now. Uh, another movie my girlfriend hasn't seen. The She's Dark never Knight. seen The Dark Knight. No. I know that's like. I feel like The Dark Knight is probably similar, like, as, like, Fight Club and, like, uh, what's a Boondock Saints. Like, like, there's enough in it for bros to like it, too. <laughs> well, like, like you, you move into your college dorm room. Because those same guys that hate poster. Inception. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. A dream within a dream? Cuff. Get real. Now, the Joker, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, that's the hard part with chris nolan movies is like it's easy for like those dudes to say they love it too and it's like no you don't dude you just uh, you just like that part when you're just here for the joker (laughs) (laughs) um they all they they always quote uh 
Yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, oh I dropped my phone. phone. Hold on. Party foul. Hold on. Um, oh. I got some sciencey things. Oh, oh have my you? God. Have you? Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have any other entertainment stuff? Uh, I have one other thing. Did you see that Katy Perry lawsuit? Yeah. Crazy. Um, I actually, if I was on that jury, it would not have been a unanimous decision. Uh, I don't. I guarantee you, there were no musicians on that. Um, on that jury. And oh, here's why. Yeah. Did you have you listened to both songs? No. I mean, Maybe we I, should I, do I this know right Dark now. Horse. So play uh, play Dark Horse. Dark Horse. What part is the important part? The beat when it comes in right now. It's about to start. Yeah. Y'all know what it this is. This song was huge though. Oh yeah. It still gets requested here and there. At weddings. By drunk bridesmaids. So the main <laughs> beat right here. Not a great beat, to be honest. It's it was fine it's very for five of years the ago. Time. Yeah, it's very of the time. And then what's the other one? Uh, Joyful Noise by Flame, featuring Lecrae. It's probably. Is this the beat? Yes, this is the whole beat. So they're trying to say that like that high pitch melody and the drum pattern is like the exact same. You know what it no. is? That's too. No, the the production is so minimal on it. Right. No, that sucks. And 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 here's the thing. So I I was like, oh well. So when I I the first thing I did when I was reading about the lawsuit was I listened to both those songs and I was like, well, I guess if like, I guess if if you're on a jury and you don't really know music, you're like, oh yeah, those things sound exactly the same. And yeah. to like and to my second thought was, okay, well let's see who produced Dark Horse because if Dark Horse was produced by someone that would listen to Christian rap, like if it's like two black guys you've never heard of that produce Dark Horse, well then maybe there's right. maybe there's a chance for crossover. I looked at who produced it. It's like Dr. Luke and Max Martin. Oh. <laughs> Neither of yeah, those guys no. has even heard of Lecrae. Right, they're like, <laughs> who? Yeah. So there's No, you're thinking of LaCroix, dude. <laughs> LaCroix? <laughs> uh... <laughs> No, you're thinking of the TV series The Crown, is what you're thinking of. Um, uh, uh, no, you're thinking of the, the Amazon series The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the uh, CW series Castle Rock. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Bones. That's pretty much the same show, right? No. <laughs> I don't know anything about either show. No, you're thinking, the pretty similar. No, you're thinking of I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> Um, all right edward, edward. Uh, yeah 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 um, um it, i think it's crazy where we're at now with music and and lawsuits i think you should leave <laughs> come on that, man that's really good don't fly that, by that, that specific <laughs> sketch um <laughs> i think it's, it's crazy where we're at with uh music copyright and uh ripping off songs like that because we're now like a hundred years or so of like recorded music yep and so now people are starting any to go. Any song that's going to sound like anything is. Yeah. Well, no, and there's like we're running out of sounds and running out of also melodies and stuff. I don't know if you've listened to a lot of Christian rap. Uh, Definitely but not. Ninety percent of it sounds like that. Right. Look up. Uh, look up one. Look up one one six by Andy Minio. Is it uh, the the numbers are spelled out? I don't know. It should come 116. up. One one six. That's not it. Let's try the numbers. One one six by who? Andy Minio. Andy, that's not coming up. 
Andy one one. No, it's not coming up. Just Google or just search Andy Minio on Spotify. How do you spell Minio? M I N E O. Andy Minio. No, you're thinking of the Minoan civilization. <laughs> you know what album it's on? No, it's yeah, old. Yeah, you do. No, I really don't. It's old. Uh, it's not in his top five. Really? That was like one of his biggest Here's songs. Coming in hot. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. This'll do. <laughs> I'ma make a toast cause we still like alive. everything no in Christian beat. rap sounds like this. It like sounds pop. like Dark Horse. Super <laughs> shot. <laughs> Listen. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> you know what the I mean? high melody thing. Like the yeah. high melody little drone thing over an 808. That's like every Christian rap song. Right. So like. And I guarantee you, Dr. Luke uh, and Max Martin, who's like Swedish, <laughs> has right. never listened to Lecrae or Andy Minnie. Right. And But they can't really prove that because that, that would be a racist argument for them. <laughs> right. So like the defense really couldn't say that. And, and what sucks about the case is that all the prosecution had to do was basically convince the jury that like, they had a that song that joyful noise song had a wide enough distribution that one of the producers might have heard it mm-hmm. so they basically had to say look how many plays it has on spotify it has millions of plays of course they could have heard this yeah. when in reality no man have you ever heard of lecrae <laughs> right. you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i wish um christian rap sounded like what they were basing it off of instead so Jaden. Oh, Look, come on. Go just right to the beat. Just that. the two I mean, of us? I, I yeah, go right to the beat. Kai, you're killing me. Around. You're just a bad DJ, uh, dude. I have to cut even, 27 even, seconds Even in. this is a sample. <laughs> I know. Look at that album cover. The Millennium. The Matrix, dude. Do you think he's bummed he turned down that role? Um, I saw some YouTube video because he's like vlogging now. I didn't watch the video, <laughs> vlogging. but it like popped up in a suggested thing, and it was like, "Why I turned down the Matrix?" You haven't watched it? No. Oh, uh, it's 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 pretty tongue in cheek, but it's it's funny. Yeah. Because he's like he's 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 not saying like he regrets making Wild Wild West because with if he hadn't, who says whose career wouldn't be what it is right now? Oh, he picked Wild Wild West over the Matrix. Yes, <laughs> he turned it so. That's the whole story. So he did. Yes. So he did. I would be so bummed if I were him. I mean, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. Actually, I'd be pretty happy being Will Smith. Because he's got way more money than everyone who's worked on The Matrix. Although, that's funny that now in 2019, Keanu and Will Smith are two, like, huge, beloved yeah, uh, for sure. figures. So the, the Wachowskis are good at casting, is what you're saying. <laughs> We're either going to get this giant, who this guy who will be a giant movie star beloved by everyone, or this guy who's going to be a giant movie star beloved by everyone. And then Will Smith's like, no. And they're like, okay, Jada. <laughs> Jada. We're doing a sequel. Also, Jada was in... Oh, that's what, you were, that's yeah. what you're doing. Sorry, I thought you were doing a bit on the casting for the first movie. Um, I was like... Uh, but no, anyway, she's in the, the second and third. Yeah, the reason Will Smith chose to go with Wild Wild West is because, one, The Matrix looks crazy on paper. And yeah, two, that's true. And two, he had just made... When they were talking to him about doing the role in, like, 1997, he had just done Men in Black with Barry Sonnenfeld. 
and Barry Sonnenfeld was directing Wild Wild West. So he's like, why am I going to do this weird movie with these two weird guys that doesn't make any sense? And I got to train for nine months to learn Kung Fu when I can just put on a cowboy hat and go make $20 million with Barry Sonnenfeld. A sure thing. We just did it with Men in Black. I'm so glad you said $20 million because I feel like that's our go-to number of like $20 million. I was going to interrupt with $20 million. So I'm so glad that you. Yeah, that's like the number. $20 million. Because that's the number you always hear. Like, I don't know why it is, but that's the number you always hear when people are like, do you know how much this person gets paid per movie? It's a lot. It's like $20 million per movie. <laughs> and that is a lot of money. But uh, it's just here's $20 million. It's, it's a lot of money, but it's not like it's. It, here's what's funny. If you really want to get scientific about this joke and why $20 million is funny uh, when you're talking about Hollywood, because $20 million per movie is a lot of money. However, $20 million to a movie studio is not so much money that, like, they can't hand out those checks like they're it's like, nothing. You know what I mean? Just, just give them $20 million. Movie, I don't really think I want to do it. Here's $20 million. <laughs> In an envelope. You know? <laughs> like, it's just a check for, t- like, a, like, a blank. Like, you write your own name on it. Like, the re- like the remitter's not even filled out. It's just like, or the pay to the order of is not even filled out. It's just like, here's $20 million. Actually, that's the premise for the classic movie, Blank Check. Although it's only one million, but yeah, that movie's crazy. One million dollars couldn't have bought all that stuff. No, it couldn't even bought that house. Not even in 1996 or whatever that was. You know, it's crazy. Um, What a crazy movie. That is a crazy. Then he like makes out with an adult woman who's like the FBI agent (laughs) investigating him, who weirdly looks kind of like Carrie Ann Moss for some reason. It all comes back to the Matrix, man. Yep. Um. How do, oh. we, how do we get on Will Smith? I don't know. Um, while we're in uh, entertainment, um, have you listened to the Chance the Rapper album at all? No, I heard out. one of the singles. It's pretty good. It's like him and I think Young Thug or somebody's on it. Um, okay, yeah. Do you like it? Uh, it's okay. okay. Uh, it's getting a lot of uh, negative press. I've read a lot of negative Why things. Why is that? Saying that it's like basically uh, hip-hop's answer to dad rock. Uh, and he, this is the best thing, and I'm so glad I uh, I have my phone plugged in to play this for you. Um, this is the the most scathing take on it. Uh-huh. Uh, this person tweeted, uh, "Wait, wait, wait, let me pull it up." He has a song with Randy Newman. Randy Newman? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the track list right now. Uh, Charles, who is at Charles Winsmore. Uh-huh. On Twitter. I don't know if he's the original person that came up with this. Doesn't matter. Uh, but he said, let's be real. Uh, Chance probably shouldn't have left this song on the album. Okay, hang on a second. <laughs> what song is this going to be? Hang on, the hang Mr. On. Rogers theme? Hang on. Okay, he probably shouldn't have put this. And so this is, this is hyper-specific to this album. And this is most people's complaint about the album. Summed up in 30 seconds. Here we go. I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Let's go ride a bike with my wife. My wife's real young. My wife's real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus God and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Oh, I love my wife. She is so fine. Play play the first song of the album now. That has uh, seventeen point three thousand retweets. That is very. I love my wife. <laughs> ah! 
you know what I stopped? Here's the, here's the first song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we back. It's like, it's as if Chance the Rapper was confirming our joke. Yep, this is what it sounds like. <laughs> That's really Jesus. funny. Praise God, Jesus, and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. That is so funny. Oh Chance man. the Rapper. He, he, we like him. He's safe. Um, you know, you know when I stopped listening. You know when I stopped being interested in Chance the Rapper as like an entity. Hmm. And it has nothing to do with Chance the Rapper. But I, he performed at the. Oh, I, I, I do know exactly <laughs> when. But continue. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he was. So this is right, like on the heels of Coloring Book, like in the. I don't know if it was right when that happened, but it was like maybe six months after it. He was doing a, a tour and he played the Hollywood Bowl mm -hmm. like three nights in a row. And the amount of people that I saw at that concert who, like, based on their social media posts, that would never go to any other hip hop show yeah. ever. And they were sitting in lawn chairs with wine glasses, <laughs> like with Chelsea boots on, like with their legs crossed, watching Chance the Rapper do his dance and his song and dance. I was like, this is... Oh, I love my wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love my wife. And then people, because it's, it's quiet enough to do this, people turning to their loved one like, see, this is great. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> like, oh, it's such a bummer. That's not hip hop. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it is... Yeah, so anyway. I love Chance the Rapper. I think he's super talented, but yeah. he, the audience he cultivates is just <laughs> is just not. Those are not the people. Those are the people who try to who like when they talk about politics, they tell you they voted for Obama. <laughs> well, first of all, and let me say, I voted for Obama. Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Oh man, Bummer. um, what other uh, news you got? Uh, sorry, the Chance the Rapper track list is on my phone. Let me see. Um. Did you see that news about uh, that that student, that archaeology student who found a triceratops skull? No. <laughs> so, a college student from UC Merced, um, go banana slugs. I think that's <laughs> I think that's what they are. <laughs> no, that's UC Santa Cruz. Oh. Is the banana slugs? Let's see what UC Merced is. You know, it's what Merced not really is? important to the story. But it's it's nice detail. That's what people that's what people love the details. <laughs> Like, what's the mascot of UC Merced? The Bobcats. The Bobcats. Do you know where Merced is? Uh, kind of. I think I've been there. It's like four or five hours north. north. It's like yeah. central California, kind of. Um, anyway, a UC Merced student was on a on an archaeological dig with his school in North Dakota, uh, and he That's a stumbled. Cool field trip. Yeah, I know. Right? I went to the wrong college. Shoot. Yeah, should have went to UC Merced. <laughs> um, he found a. Actually, I don't know the, uh, I don't, don't have the person's name. I don't know the gender of the person. This student found uh, a triceratops skull, 65-million-year-old triceratops skull in That's North amazing. Dakota. Is that crazy? Now, this student or, like, the whole class? I think there was one student who made the initial find. Obviously, he, the student wasn't just like, oh, I can't tell anybody about this. I'll try to take credit. <laughs> so what I'm wondering is... Because that's going to, like, get sold to a museum or something. And the, the, the school will pocket all that money. That's For sure. Especially he goes to a, a state school. You yeah. see, yeah, definitely, no. Yeah. Sorry. The Bobcats are about to be set, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, the football team has, like, all new, like, 
<laughs> like they they have more money to like recruit top flight players now. So now like the football team is like like an NFL team <laughs> in brand new you get, gear. You get, <laughs> they're like the rich kid school now. You get, you get traded. <laughs> traded like from the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) to to the UC Merced Bobcats exactly our Bobcats listen up (laughs) that's a bunch of grown men write that down down, please (laughs) oh yeah oh that's hilarious um uh our Bobcats listen up uh, thanks to that little uh, dinosaur stunt they all pulled uh, about six months ago, we made some changes to the team, and I'm real happy to bring this guy in. This is Clay Matthews from the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> he's gonna be playing. <laughs> he's gonna be playing outside linebacker for us. All right. <laughs> now, please don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Right. Oh man, that's great. Um, speaking of uh, bones, um, in India, doctors uh-huh. found. Uh, 526 teeth inside one boy's mouth. Seven-year-old boy had. Uh, they found 526 teeth. Say that again. I need your full attention for this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to write down the gold that we're saying so in, we don't forget it. In India, doctors found 526 teeth in one boy's mouth. Growing. Do you have a picture? Uh, I have an X-ray. Can I see it? Uh huh. Uh, look at that x-ray. Let me see. Hand me that. Hand me that. All right, I'm looking at the... Whoa! <laughs> 526. Oh, man. So that's obviously like a like a, a mutation, like a birth defect. Yeah, thing. so here's the thing, is that actually extra teeth run in my family. <clears throat> so I, I looked at that at that uh, x-ray, and I was like, oh, yeah, this looks real familiar. <laughs> looks like a, that's what your old family photo album looks like? <laughs> Basically. Just a bunch of skull x-rays? Okay, so like my most people have uh, sometimes two wisdom teeth. Sometimes they have four. Um, one of my uncles had eight wisdom teeth. My mom had six wisdom teeth. I had all four wisdom teeth. Um, but then when I was 17... Um, I, I, again, I need your full attention for this. This is, I'm listening. this is too good. You well, had all four wisdom teeth. Uh, Mom had six. Uh, you have yes. a tail. And I have a tail. Uh, I have a little bit of a, a remnants of a beak, but, um, no. So I was 17. I'm a senior in high school and one of my teeth, uh, got loose and I was like, oh my gosh, my like adult tooth is falling out Get of my loose. mouth. And uh, I went to the dentist, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's just a baby tooth. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's your last baby tooth at 17. But they did x-rays while they were there, and they were like, yeah, your wisdom teeth are coming in. We probably want to get those in. And then also, um, you have where I had the loose tooth, uh, like on the, uh, the my, on my jaw on the side. Um, the new tooth was coming in, but there was another tooth below that that was coming in, just an extra tooth. Those are your werewolf teeth. Exactly. Uh, and I've never had braces and my teeth are pretty straight. And so they were like, if this tooth comes in, um, it's going to offset everything. And then also they found another tooth on the opposite you're, side. You're thinking of Quavo. <laughs> it's going to Quavo everything. So stupid. And uh, so then they found another tooth on the other side. So two extra teeth plus four wisdom teeth. I was going to get six teeth out. Then they put me under, and they took all the teeth out, and then they found a seventh tooth <laughs> growing just in the middle of my mouth, like below my tongue, growing straight up. That's really gross. So they took that out as well. So I had seven. They this, lifted it in because it was funny. <laughs> this kid had 526. 
That's crazy. So, like, six more than you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. You got yeah. any other headlines? Oh, did you hear about uh, Voss Water? In the Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Celebrity Water is the new Celebrity Booze. All right, so what, read, read me the headline for those who don't know. Voss Water. Dwayne Johnson acquires stake in Voss will serve as strategic advisor. Um, what's their strategic advisor for what? <laughs> how do we get people to buy more water? How do we how do we get people to buy a nine dollar glass <laughs> bottle of water? <laughs> yeah, uh, but so he's got uh, Voss. Jaden Smith has what's the name? Just of Just water. Just water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Celebrity water. It's the new celebrity booze. Yeah. Hmm. We should start our own line of water. Do you think <laughs> regular water? <laughs> just re- regular, just regular water. That's funny. Um, that reminds me of Parks and Rec, where the Sweetums water has carbs in it <laughs> and calories. <laughs> oh, if you if you want regular water, you want Diet Water Zero Light. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, The Rock man making moves. Yep. Um, there was an asteroid uh, that passed by the earth um that was uh somewhere between well i think it was 427 feet wide it was literally between a rock and a hard place though <laughs> it passed uh it missed the earth by 45,000 miles which is closer than the the moon is to the earth Hmm. Uh, and it snuck up on scientists. They didn't know How it was going to happen. happen. I don't know. But they were like, oh my god, what's that? And then it was a, a massive <laughs> In asteroid. In real time? <laughs> Presumably. Uh uh, so wait, massive asteroid closer How, than the moon. How big was the How big was the asteroid in relation to the moon? Do we not know? Uh, well, it was 427 feet wide. I don't know how oh, wide the moon is. No, yeah. the, the moon is much wider than that. Yes. <laughs> uh, they, yes. They dubbed the asteroid the city killer because if it, uh, it would have taken out a city if it hit Earth. Right. And it took them by surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think about how not big 450 feet is. Like, it's, it's big if, like, that's where the burger you want is away from you you know what i mean but like it's not big for it, something hurling through space i mean well so they wouldn't you probably wouldn't have seen it with a naked eye in the sky not something that's mm, 400 feet probably not especially if it's whizzing by and you'd and, probably be able to see it barely and it's forty-five thousand miles from the earth you probably wouldn't have seen but it. but there are astronomers who like keep tabs on asteroids all the time yeah but they're using special telescopes and stuff and math yeah. and some kind of math right and so i'm saying why did they miss this it with, must have been with all their special telescopes and math well that's what i'm saying it sounds really small though is this is why they probably missed it i would imagine the asteroids they're really keeping know. track of are like the giant ones that if they hit us we're we're no longer here <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean that's probably true the ones that are like two miles across <laughs> right right yeah like the ones that took out the dinosaurs yeah well i mean if you subscribe to that <laughs> that uh that form of history then yes <laughs> my form of history is that the dinosaur bones were placed into the ground mm-hmm. as a tool of the enemy to <laughs> test our faith <laughs> oh man why do we oh man that's funny um, that the enemy doesn't need dinosaur bones <laughs> when <right. laughs> when other things that test our faith are so much more fun 
<laughs> There's drugs and internet pornography. Like, why do we need... <laughs> We don't need dinosaur bones to but, test our fame. There's gambling. There's cheeseburgers. <laughs> Loose living. Like the the kid on the uh, you think from, you think the UC devil was just tinkering around with different ideas. It's like, what's gonna make these people not want to live by God's rules? Let's try these dinosaur bones first and see what I'm, happens. I'm telling you, I don't know if you've uh, checked out the Instagram of the kid who discovered the Triceratops things from uh, UC Merced, but his life, man, it's a he's slippery a, he's slope. A, he's a Satanist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is now. Yeah. And then the devil, he figured out drugs and he was like, got it. Nailed it. Uh, similarly science related um, mm -hmm. and then this is this is the last thing that I have okay um, for the first time a government this is uh, Japan is supporting a plan to create animal embryos with human cells and bring them to term resulting in a type of human animal <laughs> known, <laughs> it doesn't say that it does <laughs> known as a human animal chimera uh, so a committee from Japan's human science ministry, human animal, human animal, um, researchers, some kind of man, bear, pig, <laughs> researchers have previously created human animal embryos, um, with human cells, but now they're bringing it to term. And the idea isn't to create hybrid animal, hybrid human <laughs> I animals. I would imagine it's not. Although the or image human animals, human animals. The image. This is the best part for this story. Are you imagining like the like the cover art to an Animorphs book, but like halfway <laughs> in between? Well, so no, the the cover image for this news story. This was not on like a legitimate. Uh, this wasn't on CNN. It was on like the yeah. the Daily Star with two R's. You're like what? Um, the cover image was from the movie Cats, 2019. <laughs> Of course. But the idea with this is uh, so that they can grow human organs in animals. Right. That they have an infrastructure to slaughter like pigs. So you could be like, oh, man, I need a pancreas transplant. Let's go kill that pig. And then they have a human pancreas. Well, that's them. a better reason than what we kill them for now. <laughs> <laughs> what should we kill all these millions of pigs for? Uh, just because. Are you going to eat the meat? Some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, probably, yeah. What do we do with the rest of it? Ah, leave it there, I guess. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, the flies got Look, it, man. Right? I only eat bacon like once a month. I'm not responsible for the rest of the millions of pigs you slaughter. <laughs> it's wild. Um, um, what do you think about that? Growing human organs and animals. Oh man. What, is, what about the ethics behind that? Is it there... sounds like the beginning of a, a sci-fi horror movie. Where like our tampering with the animal DNA like makes them smarter than us, and like I was gonna say either that or they put like a wolf, a human pancreas grown in a wolf. They get that transplanted, and then the person becomes a werewolf. <laughs> or they give like a they see your your grandpa needs a new colon, so they grow the colon in in a wolf, but it's this <laughs> it doesn't work, and all you get is a wolf who doesn't like spicy food. <laughs> So it's a wolf, but he has all those stomach problems that a normal person would have. Oh, I ate too much ice cream. Oh. <laughs> Where's the prune juice, honey? Yeah. This wolf is Jewish. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I was intending with that's what the, it the voice. Like. 
<laughs> I wasn't like, okay, let me pull up my Jewish grandpa impression. Yes, finally. <laughs> this is the perfect moment. Oh. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, you won't be the only one. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's that's all I have for news. I do have some other uh, housekeeping stuff uh, from people that have sent us things. Yeah, let's get into that. I, I think I'm done with news this week. Okay. Um, oh, I'm gonna go see Hobbs and Shaw tonight, so I'll let you know. Oh, sick. I'll let you know how that ends up. Please uh, do. Panning out. Um. So we mentioned uh, Twitter. Yep. Okay. Uh, and also known as Cocaine Facebook. <laughs> um, and that nothing happens on Twitter, uh, as far as our Twitter goes. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you that uh, at Millennial Nate, we got tagged because someone said, "Do any of you have podcast recommendations?" I run out of mine. Um, and some and this guy, uh, Millennial Nate. Do you know who Nathanos Ibarra is? Uh, I know who Nathaniel Ibarra is. Okay. Oh, is, that's, does it say that, Nathanos? Yes, it does. Oh, that's his. Okay. That's just his handle. Yeah, okay. yeah I know who Nathaniel. Okay. He's a he's a buddy of mine. Uh, well, and, then, a, and an avid listener of the show. Oh, great. Well, then shout out because he said the weekly regular is hilarious. Yeah, shout out to Nathaniel. Um, and then do you know who? Uh, it's at J Campbell one fifty four. Um, I'm sure this is not their real name. Uh, the Reverend Doctor Dottie McStuffins. Uh, let me see. Does he have a picture of himself? Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh his guy's name is Justin. He's a good guy. Okay. Shout out to Justin. He um, actually wants to come on the show real bad. We should have him on. Uh, okay, because uh, he replied because we were talking about Star Trek and reading Rainbow, and we said there's no crossover. Mm-hmm. He said uh, the behind the scenes of the Star Trek episode of Reading Rainbow is one of the best episodes of the entire series, um, but you don't have to take my word for it. And then here's a GIF of Lavar Burton. Uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so apparently there's a behind the scenes Star Trek episode of Reading Rainbow. Um, and then he sent, and I said, wow, uh, what did I say? You said prove it. <laughs> I said, this is amazing. Oh, this is the best part. I said, this is amazing. You're thinking of this is amazing grace. Okay, so no, this is where we're going, right? I said, this is amazing. And he said, how far down the rabbit hole are you willing to go? Lawrence Fishburne voice with a link to IMDb uh, Reading Rainbow, the Bionic Bunny episode. <laughs> oh, um, and so then I sent this gif, right? Uh, this is a, a classic gif of like a 70s guy like shaking his I, head. Really? I thought that was Weird Al. That's, it <laughs> looks like Weird Al, but it's not Weird Al. It's like 70s Weird Al. Um, and he said, in response to this, him shaking his head like he's tripping out, he said, no, I think what you meant to say was, with another classic <laughs> gif of a different guy doing the same thing. And then I said, no, you're thinking of with Chris Pratt doing the same thing, another gif. And then I just checked this right now, and he said, no, no, what you meant to say was, with another <laughs> classic gif. <laughs> oh, that guy's tight. So we're playing uh, That's from the, I think that's from The Wire. Is it? If I'm not mistaken. That guy going, oh. So we're playing tip of the tongue gif edition <laughs> right now. Right. Um, on the weekly regular Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, since... Uh, last Saturday, I've mm-hmm. been going back and forth. With uh, Dave Brandwine, who the uh, Dave B drummer guy, Dave B drummer, okay, um, 
And because he posted about our tip of the tongue episode. He posted today that he's playing on a, a piccolo snare. I was like, oh, it's a brave man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he posted... Eardrums beware. <laughs> You're in for a scare. Remember that from Goosebumps? No. I wasn't allowed to watch Goosebumps. <laughs> or read Goosebumps. Really? Yeah, man. Oh, what a bummer. When I was, Have you seen that meme about the Scholastic Book Fair? Did you oh, guys have Scholastic yes, Book yeah, Fair? I get, yes, I yes, get yes. those goosebumps, goosebumps every, every time. time. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that was me. I would I would go to Scholastic Book Fair and I would not read these books, but I would buy. I, I want to <laughs> reiterate. Like, look tight. I am. You know how people like are an advocate for like like Michelle Obama is an advocate for like getting outside and exercising more yeah. and eating healthy. I'm an advocate for not needing to read books to be an accomplished person. <laughs> So anytime that people might get the impression that I read books, I want to dispel the rumor. <laughs> I have never read a book. Um, but I would go in because I just like the cover art and like Goosebumps was tight. I just wanted I collected them like trading cards, like really thick trading cards. <laughs> you have you have Shocker really, on Shock Street? Really, no, but I have a not a living dummy. You want to trade? You know? Really thick wordy trading cards. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> And then I would also get the Animorphs book because I really oh, like Animorphs. Animorphs is Did you ever watch the TV show with Sean Astin or Sean Ashmore? <laughs> no. Uh, really? Yeah. The TV show is really good. You're thinking well. of Mount Rushmore, by the way. Okay, so this brings it back. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the movie Rush, <laughs> directed by Ron Howard. With you're uh, thinking of the movie Rush Hour. Rush Hour? Yeah. Oh no, you're thinking of uh, 127 hours. Is what um, you're thinking of. Are you thinking of 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> actually, you're thinking of Reno 911. Is what you're thinking of. No, you're thinking of Fahrenheit 9-11. No, you're thinking, thinking of Fahrenheit 451 is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, you're thinking of uh, Some Like It Hot. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're thinking of... Uh, you're thinking of... Um, cool Runnings is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Edward Edward. Edward Edward. So uh, <coughs> Dave uh, B. Drummer uh -huh. um, posted about our uh, bonus tip of the tongue episode where we uh -huh. do that for 45 minutes. Uh -huh. uh, and he said 45 minutes well spent. I reposted it and said Dave gets it. And then he replied and said, no, you're thinking of the movie Dave. <laughs> no, I think he's thinking of the movie Meet Dave, I think is the movie he's talking about. Um, no, he sent me a photo. It's a movie called Dave. Oh, uh, what's Meet Dave? Isn't that a movie too? Is it, how's Meet spelled? M-E-E-T, like to meet a person okay, named Dave. then I don't know that movie. <laughs> but you do know a movie called Meet M-E-A-T, Dave? <laughs> okay, so then I said, no, you're thinking of the movie Babe. And he said, no, you're thinking of Eggs Benedict. Oh, Meet Dave is an Eddie Murphy movie where he plays. Oh, that's right. He's like a giant robot and there's like tiny Eddie Murphy in his head. And he also plays uh, his over his own overweight mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does that in every movie, like even in his serious movies. Um, anyway, so we went back and forth. But he's like in Beverly Hills Cop. He's like, I'm going to find out who killed my partner. But first, I got to go visit my mom. <laughs> Oh, Eddie, get in here. Oh, no, his name in the movie is Axel. Oh, Axel, get in here. Let me cook you some dinner. <laughs> Just to let you know, you cannot tag in on that bit. <laughs> oh, I am I am firmly planted on the on the sidelines for that. I'm, I'm good. Planted by streams of living water? Uh, like a tree? Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, dude. I guess. Um... So anyway, Dave and I have been going since uh, like a week ago, back and forth. Um, also, you're thinking of Dave Brunel. Who you're thinking of? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, I've also gotten a lot of texts from people. Um, the same thing. And they're like, no, you're thinking of this. <laughs> like unprompted? Yes. <laughs> no, you're thinking of silence. <laughs> like what? Because you weren't talking to them before? <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, man, how's it going? You text someone, hey, man, how's it going? They're like, no, you're thinking of how high. <laughs> It's like, what? No, I, just, I don't want to play the game right now, man. You're like, hey, man, my son's really sick, and I really need someone to come help me get to the hospital. Is that okay? No, 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 no. You're thinking of a children's hospital, <laughs> the TV show. You're like, look, man, I really need help. No, you're thinking of Help, the Beatles song. No, you're thinking of The Help, the movie with uh, Emma Stone. <laughs> no, man, this isn't a joke. This is an emergency. Can you uh, call an ambulance, please? <laughs> 911 emergency, how can I help you? <laughs> uh, I, help, I've been in a really severe car accident and I, I can't feel my legs. No, you're thinking of I can't feel my face by the weekend. <laughs> you're like, what? He's like, sorry, this is Brandon, right? We have caller ID here. I'm a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> you're like, ah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> caller ID. <laughs> how do you know it's me? Man, this is 911. We have caller ID here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, do you, do you, Asan Williams, uh, <laughs> do you, uh, Asan Williams take, uh, this woman, uh, to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do. And she's all, no, you're thinking of, do I do the Stevie Wonder song? <laughs> like she, <laughs> the woman I'm marrying? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. I'm writing that down too. Oh man. <laughs> Um, uh, to Brandon's children and his grandchildren, uh, we're all gathered here because he lived a long, <laughs> great life, and he he loved his family, and that's what we'll always remember. Um, yeah, uh, if there's no other final words or anything to be said, I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to read, uh, the last will and testament. Uh, it says, know you're thinking of will and grace. <laughs> I don't know what that means, That's but I guess absolutely how I want to go out. Oh man, that would be amazing. Oh, all right. Um, do you have any shout outs for this episode? Yeah. Hell oh yeah. wait, I wait, wait. I'm shout out Brad. Brad. Oh damn it! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that. I'd like to shout out Brad, uh, my tattoo artist and best friend. Shout out to Trey Veliker, his brother. Shout out to Knox. Uh, and the others? <laughs> Are you searching for the actual name? Yeah. Uh, or, or my joke name every time. No, uh, not Flume. No, it's not Flume. It's Lumos. Lumos. <laughs> Flume. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, heart. Oh, that's right. Heart. Like Bret Hart. That's, yes. that's how I remember it. Heart. Heart Veliker. And, and Knox Veliker. And shout out to Christy. Uh, Trey's wife. Um, shout out to Steven, who's another tattoo artist in the shop. Uh, I've never shouted him out before. Shout out to Steven. Do they listen to this like in the shop? Yes. Like uh, people at the yes. shop hear this as yeah, well? Yeah, I think so, yeah. If not, they definitely should and do that now. Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to shout out everyone else in the shop who shout wasn't out shouted to, out right shout now. Shout out to all the tattoo people. People getting tattooed. Make some noise! All right. Um, shout out to... Uh, Oh man, I don't know. Shout out! You got any shout outs? Um, nope. 
Oh, shout out to my uh, my girlfriend. She is a psychologist and therapist by trade. She is uh, fresh out of. She's about no, not fresh. She's like a year out of uh, getting her doctorate now. She's like a year removed from getting her. Oh. Wait, I'm trying to say this in a way that's not confusing as to what point in her career she's in. <laughs> she got her doctorate a year ago, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's been in private practice for a year, um, working towards her license. And she's doing her first. Um, she's doing like an Instagram live stream tonight. Uh, oh, I saw this. Yeah, as like part of someone's like conversation about mental health, and they asked her to come on as an expert. So that's this is like her first official like guest thing as like a as like a a proper on like a real like a real thing not like our stupid podcast but like a real thing as like a professional like psychological mind professional do you think she's gonna play tip of the tongue (laughs) i hope she's gonna go into it i hope she does i hope like at the beginning of the conversation they're like hey um thank you julie for uh being a part of this conversation on um on depression um uh, anxiety and of course as you know multiple personality uh, disorder and schizophrenia she's like no I think you're thinking of the movie split is what you're thinking of um, I hope that that's what that's what happens uh, but no congratulations and shout out to her for doing that uh, very proud of her could not be more proud um, what else anything else mm, I don't have any more did anyone accomplish something recently that you're like oh man good for them no man, as we established, you're my by by the definition of friend that <laughs> you have. Friend. You're my only one. Uh, when's your when does when's Owen's birthday? Uh, he just turned two and a half. When? Uh, what? Uh, July? Oh, something. Uh oh, you well, don't remember? Uh, July sixteenth. Happy birthday, Owen! You didn't shout him out the week we podcasted for his, that for week. his half birthday. Well, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, he turned two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's not a real birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought we, we had a half birthday party for him. Oh, no. Where we, You're that person? You guys are the those reason, parents? The reason why... You still okay, take pictures okay. of him next... No, to, no. You still take pictures of him next to a chalkboard that says, Our little man Definitely. is two years old. <laughs> Definitely not. But... Uh, his birthday's in January, which is right after Christmas. And so my wife was like, Yes, hey, we're all familiar with the Gregorian calendar. Okay, but my birthday's in June, so I'm, I'm, uh, hers is in, I guess hers is close to Christmas too, but, uh, when is it exactly? November, November 9th is her birthday. <laughs> Why are you quizzing me on important dates? And where is that, uh, in relation to your anniversary? Uh, well, the anniversary is September 8th, oh, so, okay. um, I'm actually better with these dates than she is. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, specifically when it comes to... Do you to, think she would say that if she were here? Yes, she would. Oh, okay. Um, no, so she was like, I, I wish we could have, like, a thing where we can get him, like, another present. And so she was like, maybe we could do a half birthday. And I said, we can do a half birthday, but we're getting him, like, Why half a piece of cake. Why does she want to get him another present? Just because we love him and we want to, like, hey, here's a, uh, like, a fun d- celebrate you day. Oh. Um, and I said we can do Weird. it under the condition <laughs> that two conditions: one that he gets like half a cupcake or half of a piece of cake. It's not a full thing. He doesn't have a party, and we only do this up till his tenth birthday. After oh my that, god! Ten years of this? Okay, maybe we'll cut it down to five. Yeah, that's a long time. You don't want it. I think you should never do it again, honestly, because <laughs> you don't want your kid to grow. You don't want a five-year-old who's expecting two birthdays. Well, half birthday. Yeah, you don't want to. Nah, yeah, you don't want to create that monster. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, I'm gonna go text my you wife. Know, you have can a just difficult do conversation. Nice, you know, you can just do nice stuff for your kid just because, right? Well, I mean, we <laughs> you do. You don't need an excuse. <laughs> we do. Well, we wanted to do something nice for him, and we can't just do it for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of parents would we be? Good ones. Jeez. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, he de- definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, so there's no point in What's in your excuse for him feeding out. him every day? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a three hundred. Here's a, a one three hundred and sixty fifth birthday meal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, you got to eat a couple times a day. He probably right. he probably eats twice the math a day. So, on that, just so is, it's like seven hundred three sixty. This is not a math s- podcast. We don't have to three sixty. Hold on, man. Three, that's a little over a thousand. That's like eleven hundred <laughs> something. Three sixty-five times three. Is, no, it's times it, two if he only eats twice a day. Yeah, but if it's three times a day, does like three times everyone a day? does. Yeah, I don't eat three times a day. You eat three times a day? Yeah, you don't. Well, you have you have a kid, so you eat three times a day. When you when, were single, when do you, do you eat twice a day usually? Which is when. Like lunch and dinner. I, I you don't eat breakfast. I, I you got your cachava. That counts as a meal, so, man. Yes. Yeah, so uh, lately, I have been eating three meals a day because it's better for you to do that. I guess See? with your metabolism, or whatever. But um, typically, like I don't. You know, you're thinking of tip of the tongue. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the tipping point by Malcolm Gladwell. Even Ooh, though I've oh, never read it. I was going to say, I'm so impressed. Never read it. He just remembers a Malcolm Gladwell. That, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't have to read books, especially in the age of the internet. I don't have to read a book to know its cultural relevance and know what it says. Okay, what does the tipping point say? Uh, the tipping point is a book by Malcolm Gladwell. You're correct so it, far. And I believe the tipping point is about, isn't it about like being, excelling in whatever your field is? And isn't that the one with the 10,000 hours or 100,000 hours, whichever it is? Uh, the ten thousand hour rule is from Outliers, oh, another Malcolm Gladwell book that I've not read. But he is kind of uh, writing the same book over and over again a little yeah. bit. But uh, they're great, and I love them. Most most writers do do that though, like they write one book and then they're like, oh, you know what? I can improve on this line of thought, and then they write another book. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but they're like different. They're all a little different, but we don't have to. We're we're in like the the credits are rolling right now, so we don't <laughs> even get into the specifics of Malcolm Gladwell. Shout out to Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> Uh, doesn't he have like a like a crazy fro, like white guy fro? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to Malcolm Gladwell. He looks crazy. Yeah. Shout out to um, any other shout outs you got? I feel like there's someone who just accomplished something besides my girlfriend, who is I feel the need to celebrate, and I can't think of. Oh, I'm gonna shout out my brother Ryan Shaw. Okay. Um, he plays the drum intro at the beginning of this uh, podcast live yeah, and every his, episode. That's his claim to fame. Uh, He's done nothing else bigger <laughs> than that. Uh, he does it live every episode, packs up yep. um, and leaves, and with such precision that you would think it's recorded. But yep. um, he just launched a website called LearnJazzDrums.co. Uh, oh, he's one of the was dot com taken? And yes, it was. And uh, if you want to learn jazz drums, um, he's really, really, really good jazz drummer. Shouldn't he just have done... Never mind. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> Shouldn't he just have done RyanShawTeachesDrums.com? No. Uh, Why? Because, well, if you want to get into it, yeah, still I do. in the credits. I do want to get into it. Because uh, if no one's going to search for... What you what we, people are googling is like how to learn jazz drums or like I want to learn drums, not Ryan Shaw drums. And he wants it to be a separate thing, separate from him as a drummer, because he's he's giving up jazz and leaving it behind. <laughs> he's like, if you want to learn, over this, it. if you want to learn this, cool. That's not really my bag anymore. This is Tim. He's gonna teach you how to do it. <laughs> well, he also uh, wants to be able to feature other people too. Are you building his, his site? Um, I didn't build it actually. He built it himself. Oh, he texted you, me a lot of questions. Are you upset about, about that? N- um, no, mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, because I would have had to you're do not it seeing for any free. Of, you're not so. seeing any of that buble money. <laughs> Definitely not. 
Um, or that Seth MacFarlane money. Definitely not. Well, I don't even think he's seeing any of that Seth MacFarlane money. Oh, he's money. definitely seeing that Seth MacFarlane really? money. I mean, he's probably seeing Buble money, but from Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's probably not seeing Seth MacFarlane money. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, may, I, I don't know what the differences are actual number One of them comes with a 20-year-old girlfriend. So... <laughs> I'll leave it to the listeners to figure out which one that is. <laughs> um, here's your check. Uh, hey, Ryan, here's your check. This is Rita. She's your uh, tip. <laughs> oh my God. I go to Northern Arizona University. <laughs> and Ryan's like, I don't know. You want to play Settlers of Catan or something? <laughs> He's not a big Settlers guy, but I appreciate what the is, joke. Yeah, what does he play? That, that would be me. I, I would. Oh, dude, play. you're the okay. Can I'm we, not the worst. What okay? is Settlers of Catan and why? It's a board game. The game is Settlers <laughs> of Catan. It's a board game. I haven't actually honestly played it uh, in a while, but I was super into it. Uh, a, you were a while one of those ago, guys. Years did ago. you also quote Napoleon Dynamite all the time? I did love Napoleon Dynamite oh, in high school. Yeah, of man. course you did. Yeah. I was all about that movie. <laughs> of course, you were that guy. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so crazy. You were like, you were like that, the, like, you were the white guy. Well, I mean, you have to understand, in high school, I was in Oregon, so mm. we were all the white guy. Yeah. That's unfortunate, man. All right. Big gulps, uh, huh? Uh... I don't have any other shout outs. Shout out to all, everyone who listens week to week. We love yes. you guys. Appreciate you guys. Yes. Uh, leave us a review or talk to us online. We like that. It's fun. Yeah. Well, it's it's me, really, that is uh, doing the reply. <laughs> yeah, you run, the, you run the page. No, you don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> I, I run the no, page. It's both of us. I both of the, us equally jointly run it together. I run the page sometimes. Totally. Um, I will say, um, when I reply to comments on things, I do try to keep it ambiguous. So, I... Uh, you my say default, that's wild a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have started saying it more because you know of, we, this is going to be a larger conversation that we should do on another episode. But like, oh man, isn't it crazy how it, it's not a surprise to me because I'm extremely woke. No, but uh, it's not. It's not a surprise to me. But I think it is fascinating how the as social media speak. Like as as is so as society got deeper into communicating online socially, mm -hmm. um, it's not a surprise, but I think it is fascinating that the voice that emerged is a black voice. I think mm. that's not a I think that's not um, a coincidence, but I do think that it's fascinating that that is the case. So now, like the way memes communicate, the way people speak yeah. when they speak online is a black dialect. Like it yeah. is. That's interesting. Crazy. It's wild, as it's, the internet would say. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now you're talking my language, Luda. <laughs> um. Now you're talking my language, Luda. Yeah. Uh, we watched the the Blizzard Man SNL. No, no, don't, don't tell him what it's from. <laughs> it's funnier if only we know it. Um, okay. Now, now you're talking my language, Luda. <laughs> we have to say that all the time now. <laughs> Anytime we like agree with something. Now you're talking my language, Luda. You have to say it as white as possible. Yeah, Luda. Luda. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, something about black voices, social media. Right before that. Oh, uh, what I what I will do, um, like instead like a thumbs up, 
Mm-hmm. Um, on my phone, the thumbs up default is a white. <laughs> You'll thumbs do a up. brown thumb. No, I'll do a, I'll do a white and a black one. Oh, that's so good. it's from smart, both of man. us. Smart, yeah. smart, Brandon, smart. smart. No, that's good. So it's from they both should of us. do like weird colors of like like non flesh tone colors of like the thumbs Avatar up. Blue. Well, <laughs> thumbs up. Well, I think that's why the default is yellow, like Simpsons yellow, because it's like it's ambiguous. But yeah, they should do like different co- like they should do like a like a polka dot one, like a striped one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but why? Cause like no one's I- skin looks like that. Like if your skin is polka dotted, <laughs> you need to go to see a doctor. <laughs> you mean this isn't, you definitely you have mean measles? This, this isn't normal. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be flesh tone. It could just be whatever color, you know? Why? Why not? I mean, it doesn't have no, no, a thumbs no. up doesn't, up. doesn't why? Because the not why not why a thumbs up emoji doesn't have to be representative of the flesh of the person sending it. Like uh, who, yeah, that's true. who made that a rule? You know? The internet? I don't know. Like I can send the devil emoji and it's always going to be purple. Like I can't, I can't make it african-american <laughs> oh, that's that's very good that you can't yeah exactly um yeah well of course because if the devil emoji could be flesh tone it would of course be white we know this uh the nation of islam told us that so uh just kidding jk i'm not a muslim i'm a buddhist a buddhist a buddhist you don't even know how to say it buddhist um, the bu- buddhist the buddha the buddha the buddha the buddha that's what that's how deepak Chopra says it that's that's the like correct pronunciation. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're rambling on. Um. If you're the, expecting a, a post credits, if you're expecting a post credit scene, I don't know if it's gonna happen. If you're looking for prizes, there are none. Only more cardboard. What is that? It's from Family Guy. It's like a. What See, if uh? What if uh? Jeremy Irons did a cereal commercial. And this is like an episode like, you saw like eight years ago. Yeah, and he, the kid's like, "Oh boy, Jeremy Iron cereal!" And he like reaches into the bottom of the box, like trying to find like a prize or something. And the voiceover of Jeremy Irons comes in and he goes, "If you're looking for prizes, <laughs> there are none. Only more cardboard." <laughs> it's like his cereal super dour. Uh, yeah, you should watch more Family Guy. You'd be funnier. Oh wow! Thanks, not that man. you're not funny Thanks, now, man. but no, it's you, fine. Yeah, I get it. It's cool. like saying, cool. like, "Hey, man, cool. if you if you lifted weights, you'd you'd be stronger." Not to say that you're not stronger. <laughs> you're not strong now. Hey, man, um, you should uh, <laughs> eat breakfast in the morning because yeah, if exactly. you did, you'd probably lose weight. Exactly. Yeah, but no. Well, I mean, that sounds counterintuitive, see, though. Do you feel the sting, though? No, man. I'm very confident in who I am. No, but do you feel this? The what? I, the sting from no, me? No, dude. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Is what I was taught. Whatever, man. Uh, I think you're the only person that still believes that. No, I think you're thinking of Only Girl in the World by Rihanna. No, I think you're thinking of Around the World by Daft Punk. No, you're thinking of Around the World in 80 Days starring Jackie Chan. Remember that crazy movie? No, you're thinking of Eight Crazy Nights. (laughs) No, you're thinking of A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. No, you're thinking of A Tale of Two Cities. It's a book. I don't know if uh, you, you've heard of it. You, maybe you've traded it. No, you're thinking of... Uh, you said A Tale of Two Cities? No, you're thinking of uh, the Twin Cities in Minneapolis and uh, St. Paul. No, you're thinking of St. Paul from the Bible. No, you're thinking of Sir Paul McCartney. <laughs> All right, Ed, Edward. Edward, Edward. Edward. All right. All right. We'll. Uh, we'll. Where can people find you on the internet, uh, Brandon? At B Shaw. B Shaw. B Shaw. 
you can find me on the internet. Don't please don't do that accent. It's very. Where was that accent? He said Bishaw. I was just I don't know. I was just talking, mm, man. I don't know, man. I wasn't doing a voice. And then you like pulled the sides of your eyes back. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> did not do that. Uh, you can find. I me. wasn't trying to do a voice. I was just talking. <laughs> you can find me. You can find me on the internet at Asan the DJ. And Brandon is so sick of me right now. <laughs> at Asan the DJ. Let's wrap it up. At a h s o h n the DJ or at Asan.com. And you can find us, uh, or specifically, typically me. Uh, at weekly regular <laughs> and Brandon's now a disgruntled member of the, the comedy team <laughs> and weekly regular.com uh, see you later see ya